I didn't know this joint turned into call out Castro, man. What's going? What's going on, man? <laughs> Let's hope in this. That's for sure. And make sure Castro for the listeners. Make sure when you get animated, you remove the mic from your mouth because it's very jarring. First of all, fuck all that. Let me tell you something. So there's people online that want to talk shit about levels or whatever. First off, turn your system down and wow. get a fucking grip. All right, wow. and replace something like replace these fucking nuts, my motherfucker. I made this show. There's no replacing. The uh, person that's in the show. Like, I don't even know who the hell you are. You buy merch. I ain't seen your name in my manifesto. In my, uh, my list. So, you want to talk? Start your own show. Make sure your levels are a certain way. And get off my fucking nuts, right? All right? I'm black and I'm proud. I'm garish and I'm loud. Shablow. All right? Raise your hand. Look around. Shablow. Nobody agrees with you, clown. Shablow. Get the fuck out of here, yo. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? All right, and buy some merch because I don't see your name. When I see wow. your name on my manifest, when I have to mail you something, then we can have more communication. Until then, tune in, leave a comment, break the show, and buckle up, motherfucker, because I'm here. I'm here. Fuck, replace me. I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Shablau, shablau. Yeah, I'm giving them a couple extra ones, man, for the culture. Shablau. Stop being Kyle Kuzma. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> or Joe Friday. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> That's what you're about right now. Our show has really lacked Dragnet references. We've really, it's been 60 some episodes. Y'all dropped a couple of them in here sometimes. Dragnet. Did, like the, uh, did you ever fuck with the Dan Aykroyd, Tom Hanks one? Love it. Like the nah, but half the, the movie with, like, is the, good. with the horn heads and all that. Yeah. And there was a guess, rap video the song. It, got weird. it was Homeboy was in it with. Wasn't um, Dan was Aykroyd. Judge Reinhold with him? No, Who Dan Aykroyd. Um, Dan Aykroyd. And, and, and Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks. Friday, yeah. the other one. Oh, now I'm thinking of Tom Hanks as being a slim one when yeah. I was thinking of Judge Reinhold. Judge, Judge, Judge Reinhold? <laughs> Judge Reinhold from Night Court. You're getting, your, you getting your abnormally skinny white Judge Reinhold wasn't in Night Court? No, Who was the judge was in, Harry. in Night Court? That was Harry, uh, Harry something. Harry the Hat. Oh, his real name. Was, oh, he Judge Reinhold is um. Judge Reinhold is in Fast Times at High and um. And he's in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Hills Cop. So, all right, so let me tell you, I used to think that Harry was Judge Reinhold because his name was Judge, and I thought, oh, that's the guy from Night Court because that's Judge he was Reinhold. In the, um, he was in the Freaky Friday knockoff with Fred Savage. What one was that called? Like Father Like Son? Or no, there was two yeah. of them. Well, he switched with he switched with Kirk Cameron and yeah. um Homeboy. And Jesus, that, I think, was uh, Kirk Cameron and Jesus. And no, no, no. It was and Dudley Moore. It was Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron. They did one like father, like son. Then what you call it? Was um, one with Judge the old back and, one. and no, Fred the, Savage. The old old one with one George Burns. Like yeah, and there was that one. There's a lot of them in the '80s. They made like three of those joints. And then um, then um, Jamie Lee Curtis and um, the freaky, well, that, well, that was them remaking Freaky. Friday. Doing Freaky Friday, right? The Fred Savage. It was called uh, what's this joint called? Vice versa. That was my favorite. That was it. So Ryan was holds amazing. He plays you, like a, you know the eight year old boy part. Oh, he's amazing. You got me thinking of uh, um, the babysitter trap. But anyway, 
The babysitter. So um, Trent? Night Court was Harry Anderson. Was Harry Anderson? Because remember, he was but the character Mel was Judge Bay. Harry Stone. Oh, yeah. speaking of which, Homegirl just died. The um... who? Marky Post. No, Roz. Hot. Oh, we're all Marky right. Post I saw Roz died. Yeah. Yeah, she passed. Well, Harry and, he died and, like two years ago, right? Usually he yeah, Harry he did. did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, you know that um, that Dan Fielding, the like the Star oh the, yeah yeah Larquette. Yep, he died. His son is oh, one of the hosts of the uh, Yeah Dude podcast. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think Larquette passed away too. Didn't no, he? he's alive. He's, no, he's, he's alive. alive. He's alive. He's he's got, he's got the gray hair. He just did a show with Bobby Moynihan on CBS like two years ago. Oh wow! He was on Boston yeah. Legal towards the end. That's what I was watching. Right, that's the last thing he did. Right, that we know him from. Um, like like a like a cons- a consistent role was Boston Lee. Yeah, like towards the, he was on that show with uh, James Spader and Shatner because he got the gray hair. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love him. God damn, like, right, well, Bergen was on that show. Oh yeah, yeah, homegirl. Look at this culture you're gonna get. You know, no rap shows you're talking about. Well, Harry the Hat. Here for you talking shit. You know what I mean? This is live. Well, actually, after after we had the tirade, the Suge Knight big body bus tirade from Castro <laughs> uh, who's not actually host tonight he he was vehemently against hosting so I'll be the host again boy boom it's me still a rocker curly Castro spell vehemently v-e-h-e-m-e-n-t-l-y bow Great. I got Alaska in the Let's house go. we What's got the cargo Colts record popping off Shouts supporting this record flames it's, flames it's, thanks guys it's uh thank you y'all it's been really dope watching the response. So if you guys heard the record, you peeped it, you bought it. Uh, we, we'll be getting CDs in, I believe, end of this week um, or early next sure. week. They're coming from the UK. So I'll make sure they're, they're correct and we'll be shipping them out. Um, but it's not really about us this week. We already did it live yep. for the liner notes. Go check that joint that dropped Saturday. Um, great. Thanks, man. It was uh, – we were actually – I was more excited to talk about the Midnight Express record with yeah. our guests, our good, good <laughs> friends – and subordinate records, CEOs, COOs, got <laughs> Shell Scorsese and Jason Griff back oh. again. Look at that. Yeah, it was good, man. Glad yeah. to be my back. first opportunity to rip Griff on my platform. <laughs> yes. Thank so, you. I'm glad want, it's not just me. I want man. To listen. Not, oh, you're going to get ripped too, son. I'm, I'm, I'm that's sorry. all good. Yeah, but you. I'll take my lumps. I don't, I don't recall <laughs> any, any disrespect thrown in your direction, sir. Don't matter. We have another lifetime outside of the internet, which okay. you will always consistently pay for. <laughs> and the public needs to be made aware of that. But Griff gets it the worst, y'all. But um, um, we've been working with Griff uh, dated, Z. I think, yo, you know what's funny, Griff? The, uh, I think, what, 20, 2005. I think it's my first. And here's the crazy part. On Nihilus Millennial, Reign of the Tech, that beat, was made for and made into a song by your man, Soze. Oh, the legend. Sos the Terrible. Sos the Terrible from the 856. Order 66. Like, like so, uh, several years ago, I got, um, uh, like, like his email got hacked and I got like a spam email from him. So I see his government name pop up in my email. I'm like, I remember oh. that. Wonder what this dude's up to. I got real excited, but it was just some spam bullshit. Yeah. So there's this cat Soze. So I met I met Griff through Soze, because Soze was his real ill cat in Jersey. I mean him got cool. And it's like when MySpace like first came out and he was like, Yo, um, I'm this this dude Griff, because he played me some songs. I'm like, who did these beats? He's like, I'm a man Griff in Chicago. And back then you're like, How do you know someone in Chicago? 
right. we were in Philly in Jersey. That's weird. And then, uh, so this, so I wanted before we get to Midnight Express, I want to talk briefly then about insubordinate records. Okay. That's that's okay. my that's my focus because I knew Griff. I met him through Soze. Um, and then Griff, your shit was bordering insubordination. Right. That was your shit for the longest, longest time. And so, then, I mean, still is. That's the name of my uh, like my ASCAP. Right. So then, um, and then Alex, I met Alex through Fresh on Thirty Three Jones, probably like two thousand seven or eight. Around seven, seven or eight. eight. I've yeah. met him around that time. Um, and then Alex did a bunch of records with us, and he kicked it. I remember he came to Philly a while back. We had a great time. Um, and then he kind of dipped for a minute and he was like living his LA life, which he said in very graphic detail on other podcasts. I don't want to have him. It was, on the it show was a lot, wasn't it? <laughs> that was, that was, I was vehemently hey, against that. I did not want to <laughs> know that much information. I was like, I'm straight. Um, shouts to Alex Ludovico, we're talking about. And then, um, and then Scorsese, we have a mutual friend who mm. I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen Colleague in like whew, 10 years at a minimum. And then he, he found me, I think, on Not Right or something. Like, he used to be in Philly, this guy? Yep. No, he was, in, he was in Delaware. In Delaware. So, Delaware. My, Delaware. My first rap manager was homies with him. He's much, he's much, he was younger. My, my manager was an older cat uh, in Delaware. So I would be taking trips to Delaware for my rap manager. Shouts to JB. And then Khalif would always be in the mix. And then, uh, so then I hadn't seen her thought about him. And then he popped back up and he put me on to Zip Squad. Mm-hmm. And then he put us in touch. And then, uh, and then I then I suggested Griff for your remix joints, and then Griff yep. was talking to Alex, I guess separately, and then however many years later now it's fucking insubordinate records. So pretty now, much Zilla is trying to dope. take credit for so, creating insubordinate, like like being the vanguard, like yeah, Keith I'm Rainier. Jobs of this shit. Dog. Yeah, no, no, no. So he sees, I, I no, 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 no. I've been watching a lot. So Keith, <laughs> Keith Rainier of the Cult Nexium. If you look on all their mm-hmm. property, uh, documents, don't, don't compare me to this dude. Don't, don't, this don't is the way he snaked out of it. He's not like owner on any documents. He's Vanguard, which really doesn't yeah, exist yeah, in the business world. But if, but if you look, he doesn't own anything. It's like, you know, you have a shorty and your credit's Jack. Mm-hmm. So Keith Renier is like a psychic Jack credit guy. And all right. of these women that he has on his spell. Anyway. But I also created I this like, podcast. We, I created this show. Now see, now see, here we go. Hold on, hold on. And then, we're go, if and we're gonna... Wrecking Crew, we're going down the hole. So right now, get your grappling Let's horse. go down the hole real quick. Let's I'm go the down the hole. Because I'm the leader, Castro. I can tell you, no, I can tell you any, what happens every time. You're not any fucking leader. And the last time we had a shoot with people in the front, who was on the front? Kyle Kuzma was on the front. No, not Kyle. What do I call him? Kyle Kuzma, What do I call him? Scarlet Witch? What do I call him? I've been calling him some reason. What do I call him now? Scarlet uh, Witch. Scarlet Witch, the great pretender. Great pretender was on our cover in the middle, and you didn't say a damn thing. That was the chance to, to lead. Right? I, I, I was leading by letting the the, the Oh, by letting a spiral down with down the drain? Anyway, no one knows. Spiraling down the drain. Anyway, it's right, we're, we're called wrecking crew yeah. because Pete, Pete, we Pete. need we are plumbers to try to get us right. out of the drain that we were spiraling down. <laughs> Anyway, Midnight <laughs> Express, it's aboard the records. Anyway, Welcome to the show. It's aboard the records. So, and I'm just proud you know, happy. All I'm saying is I'm happy that we're all kicking it like this because right. who knew how the hell all this would come to pass. That's all. From my no, space. Absolutely, man. That's it. Like, That's the my space. Every, we've been doing a ton of interviews um, <laughs> the last couple of weeks, you know, as we've, we've gone through this process of promoting this project. They've all been and a- that comes up all the time. Like, how did you and Griff meet? And, you know, Zilla is the, he is like the connective tissue there 
for a lot of the stuff that we've been doing. Um, it's how I connected with literally everybody on this podcast. Um, a lot of other things came out, and it did come from the homie Kali. So Kali, uh, yeah, I met him through now, right? Um, in the comment section, yeah, shout out to Fat Cuzzo for real. Yep, he yep. used to when I would drive or I would take the bus from uh, from DC back to Philly to record. He would come pick us up. He oh, drive word. us to the studio in, in Delaware. I didn't know that. And we sit down and we record crazy. He was always the one who was really uh, going above and beyond, trying to make sure that we kind of got uh, the Zip Squad started because there are so many of us in so many different locations. You know, mm. some of us are in Jersey, some were in Philly. Uh, one producer was in Texas. Uh, other producer was in the Cayman Islands. So it was a lot, sure. you know what I'm saying, to, to organize all that shit. And that's actually really where I kind of learned, like, my organization, like, my music stuff. Mm. Um started working on the world only guys no project uh my producer down in texas uh, alpha davis and i remember dropping it and not disappointed but it was kind of like man like this is such a great project people were kind of like yeah this is cool there's a couple songs here there but you know it's kind of dense it's really hard to listen to and i was like okay and zilla was really the one that hit me um dm me so i guess full disclosure because i believe in disclosure Kali mm-hmm. actually hit me. He's like, yo, you should have Zilla consult you, you know? And I, my first question was like, who the fuck is Zilla? Why did you tell me <laughs> about this guy? And he was like, yo, he sent me to your band camp. Let me kind of see what you were doing. Um, and that was really when I started listening to the shadow boxes. Oh, yo, he's oh, dope. Word. Word. Yeah, so that was really what kind of got me engaged with it. And he kept asking me, like, yo, you should do a song with him. You should do a song with him. And I was like, well, I don't think my shit is good enough to send to him yet. You know what I mean? And I was really honest with myself about it. Like, when it's, when it's good enough, I'll send him a record. Um, but he was like, well, until then, like, have him consult you, you know, maybe just give you advice from some of the stuff that you're still kind of dealing with. And that shit was real helpful, man. Like, I remember like calling you, like, I would like run out of my classroom to hit you oh, up yeah. about a text you or something like, yo, I got to hit him because <laughs> I just have a million questions. And so it was always like really helpful. Well, fast forward to like two years ago, he hit me, um, and he's like, yo, I heard your project. I really like it. I think you should remix a couple of these records. You know what I mean? Like, and he just was really breaking down like the remix process to me. And he connected me with like Camo Monk, uh, La Orange, which I always say wrong. Orange. Um, La Orange. Yeah, Orange. yeah. Orange. I don't know. Shout out to him though. Shout uh, out to <laughs> Um, Pharma Beats, couple like a lot Ooh, of producers yeah, that I just frankly beats. had never really had worked with before. And he was like, yo, I know this dude who he used to make beats. I still think he does, but he does remixes. Jason Griff. Mm-hmm. So I hit Jason. Jason's like, yo, uh, what do you need? I was like, I need a remix. Is it, what's your budget? I hate that question. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I never know exactly what to offer. So I was like, yo. $7. Yeah. That's my budget. Yeah. $7. Seven yeah. I should have went on some dickhead shit, but <laughs> I believe in paying motherfuckers. I was like, yo, I got 200 bucks. Yeah. Which, according to Jason, I let him tell the rest of it. But Jason was like, yo, I wasn't expecting 200 bucks. Jason vanished for like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And I was pissed. I go hold you. I was like, yo, this motherfucker burnt me. Because yeah, he, he never te- he never tweets if you ever follow him. Like Correct. he usually like something like platoon or whatever. You're like, what the fuck is going on? He's he's a he's a big Instagram DM guy. That's his thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't use Instagram like that. I'm still like working with that. I'm Gotta sorry. catch him when the green light is on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he blanked out on me. He finally sent me the record back. Um and it was dope. And so we started really talking about uh, doing some other work together. I was working on my dream team project at the time. Mm-hmm. And the producer that I had, I was working on it, his uh, computer crashed. So he lost all his files. Sure. So I was like three songs in and I can't get none of this shit mixed. 
So I'm like, fuck, I don't know what the fuck to do. Um, I'm kind of scrambling because the bull I was working with, uh, Stokely Hathaway, who's now in NXT, it's Malcolm Bivens. Uh, he was like, yo, you know, you got to get it out before I sign the WWE because I won't Ooh. be able to promote it once I get there. Nice. And so I'm like, yo, kind of stuck. And I hit uh, Jason, actually. I was like, yo, Jason, I got these records. I already got the vocals. Uh, what would you think about remixing them? And I told him the, the concept. He, he loved the concept. And that's actually really when we connected versus, like, it being, like, a business transaction. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sitting here like, yo, this dude knows who the fuck I'm talking about. One, because it's, it's indie cat. So a lot of people don't know, like, indie wrestlers. But he knew exactly who I was talking about. He's watched a ton of the shows. And we really kind of, like, dived in, like, a deep conversation. I think it was, like, an hour before you even talked about the music. It was just like, wow, like I love the concept. I love what you're talking about. And it was three joints. It was Lucky Lefty. It was uh, Mafia Style. Oh, and Peruvian Encrusted Swordfish, actually, mm, with the three records. Mafia Style my shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he just remixed them and he hit me back. He's like, yo, how about I do the whole record? And I was like, man, I just paid you 200 bucks for these last ones. I don't know if I can afford you. <laughs> and he sent me a beat. Um, it was the beat that, uh, the beat was called Liable. It was the joint I ended up doing uh, with Mr. Lift, actually. Mm. And I hate when producers send beats, because really that shit is a challenge. You know what I mean? Anytime you get like a random beat from a producer, it's a fucking challenge. And he was like, yo, you know, I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I'll probably sell it later, but I just wanted to send it to you. So I was like, all right, motherfucker. I, I guess I got to just do my thing on this shit. And I wrote that shit in like a day. I drove up to Baltimore where I record and I sent it back. And he was like, nah, fuck it. I got to do the whole project now. Like you killed this shit. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> and that's how we jumped off, man. You know, we jumped off with the Dream Team project. Um, of course, I got two out of three to call out culture on there. Uh, shout out to the third man. I fucking adore that record. And I think that mm-hmm. record really along with the Vic Spencer record, is really what kind of set us off and set yeah, us on this journey. Yeah, I love that shit. I love yeah, that Vic Spencer shit. So, what, so, so, Griff, like, the whole time... So, wait. So, then, how does how does the the, the stuff with Alex, because you guys did um, the Red One joint, like, mm-hmm. Alex is putting out so many songs and records, you know, the Mixtape Monday. He was, he was just getting busy. Like, how did you guys loop in Alex and then be, become insubordinate records? So, I think... Um, it was all just kind of like simultaneous, uh, like two different conversations happening at the same time. Like I started working with Scorsese, came out of retirement for that. Sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, and shortly after that, um, I think I think it actually I started talking to Alex again. I just randomly I'm like, Yo, how do you have ten thousand followers on Instagram? Oh. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. So that's when we just got to talking again, just small talk or whatever. And he was like, hey, I got a couple beats of yours from like 12 years ago. Um, (laughs) Is it cool if I use those? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I've actually made more beats since then in the last 12 years. So I I sent it back and then that just kind of started, like he just started sending shit back. We put the EP together like while we were crafting the Dream Team album. And then it was like... I don't know, what was the first song that, that we did with the both of you on it? Actually, what it was, it was Dolomite, or Dynamite. I think it's what the record is actually yeah. called. I always call it Dolomite. Dynamite, that shit is fire. Yeah, I heard the joint, and that was the record I fell in love with. I was like, yo, I would love to do a remix to this record. Um, and I don't think that like, was your first line, actually. I think your first line is, what the fuck? 
Yeah, it was literally what the fuck. <laughs> and um, I love the uh, I love story the for anyone much. who's not familiar with us. Um, Scorsese tends to get super butthurt about beats that he didn't get. No, no, no. You don't get to go there like, yet. We're going to have that conversation when we get to it. He's still mad about uh, long uh, Griff, talking. say it when you want, because Scorsese's been using it as a talking point on all your I'm about to snap it, because look, I was, I was trying to be cordial for the first half of this shit, but if we're going to go right into the fuck Jason Griff conversation, right, we go right, right, right into right. it. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's wrestle in the horses. That's all I was trying to wait there. Um, Z, let's hit a let's let's hit a break and then um, we'll come back and like let's dive into the project a bit. All right, yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do more uh, more co-op culture with me, Zilla Roche, Alaz Kaz, <laughs> and Curly Casava. Casava, wait, is it? Um, no, Car- 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 Cartan or Cartanada? Cur- like. Yeah, <laughs> Curly Castrada. Curly Castrada. Curly Castrada. Last cast. Zilla Roche. Yo, the amount of times my name has been butchered at fucking beat battles, MC show, like everything. Man, I fucked your name up. I feel bad about this shit. Every time I listen to Third Man. Roll yeah, up. it's all third man. Let's yeah, it. Yeah, I fucked it up. yeah, but then you also fuck up. You, you, you go, yo, shouts to the boy Quell Chris. I'm like, it's Quelly Chris. <laughs> it's Quelly. Yo, look, I don't know any fucking better, man. Yo, L Orange. Look. Shouts to L Orange. L Orange, look, man. It is crazy. Yo. I'm an English teacher, and I don't look, man. Bro, you, <laughs> you ain't up on these indie rap cats. You like, pronouncing the I'm words not. too proper. You pronouncing the words too proper. Yes. Proper yes. You that's 100. You know what that's I'm it. But, see, but the funny because... thing is, when I met oh, Zilla, I never thought, I don't know, Z, I don't know, I was familiar with rock or somehow. We thought even, maybe I didn't know Sav Rock or some kind of, but I didn't think there was any other way to pronounce that. Like, well, I never. Met many other people the, the do. Hunter is Roca, right? No, Sav Rocca. Sav Rocca. On the Eagles. Hunters always say Roca. Oh, They're wow. wrong. Yeah, but we, we I'm, I knew that. And <laughs> wait, wait. I, I, got a, like, I got a picture of me in the Eagles locker room because me and Castro got in the Eagles locker room once when Michael Vick was on the team. And I'm, I'm posing underneath Sav Rocca's fucking jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad if you didn't take that picture. Oh, right. wait. The VJ. What was the VJ's name? It was on MTV. It was, it was, Mo, MTV. It was Mo Rocca. He was on the Mo day. Rocca. And that was, that was the one I knew, too. So when I seen yeah, Z's name. All right. So here's a quick thing with names, and then we'll take a break. So Z was, um, it was battle on site with me and him because I had a crew. My crew's name was Squadzilla. And I was like, who the, who the fuck is this Zilla guy? And we used, and our, and our um, tag used to be like, see that? So our tag used to be like Squadzilla. <laughs> so we would say Zilla a lot. Weird. We would say it a lot. It was in our promo and all, all right. that stuff. And, and then, Here, here's you under Mike, Michael Vick's uh, locker. That's right, baby. Castro under Michael Vick's locker. Left hand up. <laughs> and um, and so yeah, so when I first my my I first caught Windazilla because I wanted beef with him. I was like, why is this guy my name? on site? So I was looking for him on site. But um, let's hit a break, <laughs> and then when we come back, um, we'll do a little midnight expressing. Wow, this is when this is when I was coaching the Eagles briefly. Oh my goodness! Hold <laughs> on. All the all the small hair pictures we have. Yeah. All, all right, we'll be back. Call our culture. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Harvey Cliff. You might know me from such great albums as the one I did with Steel Tipped Up, Strangers on a Train. Try to start a lot of shit or a little bit. I'm indifferent to your middle it. I've been in the middle, man. Ball so hard. Ground cracks when I dribble, man. Or you might know me from all those hip-hop comedy clubs I did so well in. You, you ever find yourself at home working on your album and you're doing a skit and all of a sudden your wife comes into the room looking for her scissors and she just looks at you like... You know what I'm saying? 
When I'm not DJing down at Broncancio's or eating watermelon jerky, I'm listening to another classic episode of a podcast that just got a brand new logo designed by me. Call Out Colts here, hosted by Alaskas, Zilla Rocher, and Curly Castrata. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for letting me do it. You can check out more of my artwork at harveycliff.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. Peace. Hey, come on down to hobbycliff.com. We got beach balls for the fall. Uh, got Steve Martin's sink. It's its first sink. He just left it here. Got some casingles for only a buck. Um, huge assortment of used yoga mats, biggest in the district. Brought to you by uh, Bennigan's Boston Loggers. By Crazy Eddie Edits, because that seems to who, who um, works on our show. Post Brought to production. you by Fruity Loops, because Castro never downloaded it. He's the only person in the world that never downloaded Fruity I had Cool Edit Pro. Watch cool your mouth. Oh, I had Cool Edit Pro, too, cool when, it was, when it was still called Tool Edit Pro. What is it called now? It's called, Ooh, what is Cool Edit Pro? No, it's the other things. The Adobe? Green, Isn't green, it Adobe Audition now? With the green waves or something? I don't oh. with the green waves. <laughs> They will, why don't you talk about it? All right. So anyway, but that's not that's not the important point. So we got the Midnight Express record. We got Insubordinate Records co-founders, the Chief Financial Officer, uh, Jason. We got Scorsese again. Scorsese and Gang are basically like like the backups. If we're one of us were yeah. like dying in a plane crash, like Scorsese or Gang would get the call to step in. Like we like you know we a week for you know out of respect, but then they would a meet- suspicious plane crash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, we'd, we'd allow a time for mourning, you know what I'm saying, before we yeah. came right. in. and or, or if we ever become dictators, we would have them as, as our doubles. <laughs> yeah. Or we'd have a, uh, you know, y'all wouldn't even know who y'all were talking to after time. I was like, Castro? Yeah, that'd like, be dope. Yes, this is the Castro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With fresh, fresh uh, plastic surgery. Always, all my, every time I come on the show, why are you always having them scars? Scars good for life. Let's be like, show. are you sure that's scars, Castro? You're not very loud stories. right now. Uh-oh. You're, not, you're, not peaking. His, you're not peaking. Check his decibel levels. That's fine. New, ca- new Castro, loud is you, whatever. Anyway, wow, man. Um, so anyway, sorry. Right. Let's talk about Midnight Express. So I think, I think there's a record, right. and we're doing it live from the liar notes, even though. You're not in our, our, our record label crew podcast collect, collective um, because we fuck with it. We're all on the record, which is cool. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, from aside from the the ads and the pictures and the, and the promo and, you know, the ill socks and the, the paddles and all this amazing shit you guys have been doing to market the record. Like the music holds up. It's not just like, oh, well, I think the shirt's hot. I don't really care about these dudes. I'm not going to play the music. I just want the shirt or socks. Um, I think it's again like knowing, knowing you guys, you know Scorsese, not not as much as as Griff or Ludovico, but pr- pretty closely now. Uh, I mean, I really think it's I think it's everybody's best work. I mean, I, it's, it's your yeah. best work. It's your best efforts for real between uh, the two of you, solo and individual. Some of your best beats, Griff. Yeah, your best your best writing <laughs> score, and it's and it's um, it's always a wonderful thing when it comes together on a project. But yeah. three of us have said. Um, Did you guys realize that was happening while you were recording the project? Like, were you aware that, like, this is, like, sort of like a coming out record, like you're announcing yourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kept calling Jason. That was something uh, over quarantine as we were kind of thinking about, like, what is our strategy, how we're going to, like, promote this record. Like, I would just call Jason out of the blue, you know what I mean? And I would just be like, yo, I just finished listening to Midnight Express. This motherfucker is good as shit. And... You know, like, I, I was like, are you hearing what I hear? And he's like, yo, this is a really good fucking project. Mm. Like, it's some of our best shit. And we kept going back and forth. And, I, you know, I would get off the phone, 
like a week later, I'd call him back. I'm like, yo, are you sure this shit? And I'm like, I promise you. I'm, and truthfully, I wanted to share it with everybody like long, long ago. Cause I just, I just kept like sitting and listening to it. Like, yo, this shit sounds fucking amazing. Um, so to hear that, uh, particularly from, you know, obviously the constituents that were involved in it and people like, and I think that's been like the biggest takeaway. Every single person that's been involved with this project has treated it like their own because nobody slacked off. Nobody gave me some BS. Totally agree. Nothing. Yeah. All the elements came together perfectly. Like you guys said, from the beats to the rhymes, to the way it's mixed down to the, you know what I'm saying? The, the, uh, the cover art. You know what I mean? Okay. The shit that's going on. So that's the Captain Watts, right? I fuck yeah, yeah, shout out to Captain Watts, man. I like that kid. Yeah. Good yeah, he, um, he just did a side project for me that I cannot speak of yet. So on music right. Um but no, like as like just like once we got a couple tracks in and I was like piecing together playlists on my phone, like like the anticipation and excitement just kept building. Like, I'm just like, fuck, this is so good. And like, it just kept getting better. Like I had like, in that playlist, like I had like Marvel versus DC, only Scorsese's vocals. And then mm. right after it, only Zillow's vocals. I, hadn't <laughs> yeah, I hate that shit. Yet. And I'm like, man, when I sit down and put this shit together, it's going to be so fucking awesome. Like, yeah, the whole way. And then when like the art dropped, like when we first saw it and what it was going to be like, Yes. Like every little piece that we dropped in, um, it was just like more and more obvious that like this is like this is the one, um, yeah, the last one. But like this is like the best project project. Like definitely. Well, I mean, I can say like this from like my standpoint. I feel like this is probably the first official like Griff Scorsese project. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> we did dream team dream team was really like a ton of my ideas like i already had the project kind of planned out and mapped in my head i just lost my producer at like the worst possible moment um griff stepped in and because he was so passionate about the project it was more of me like dictating like yo here are my ideas here's what i'm thinking for this song i want like a, a melodic beat or for this song uh -huh. i want like this and jason kind of like okay let me check what i got already versus i can make something new to make this kind of work and so, and you kind of hear it when you listen to Dream Team. It's a longer, Dream Team is a longer project, but it's, there's like a connective tissue there, mm. but the themes aren't as like from song to song. Like there's just a lot of really good records. Mm -hmm. Midnight Express is Jason going, okay, Shelton, shut the fuck up. Let me handle mm -hmm. this part of it. I got it, you know, from a producer standpoint and me just having to wait, which is probably like my least... That shit I'm not good at. I'll be I'll be real with you. Like usually once I do something, like I'm already ready. I'm already thinking like a hundred miles a minute. Like what's the next right. thing I want to do? What's the next big idea I have? Or how can I make this work? And this I think quarantine kind of helped with that. Um, along with like the East Hampton Polo Boys project, having that already like okay, I can let Midnight Express breathe and let mm -hmm. Griff right. do the thing. And you know what I mean? So. Yep. Instead of like stacking everything up, being like, "Oh, this is all I got. This is it. This is it. This is gonna be the biggest one." So, what about? Yeah. How did you guys sort out? Because I know the concept is like tag team, and you you've said in a bunch of places, you wanted it to be you and another MC and like pushing each other, and like you said, like no one really mailed in anything. How did mm -hmm. how did you guys figure out who was gonna be on what track or like the list of people? Like, how did you whittle it down to? you know, Alex or Sleep Sinatra shouts to him or 
Eddie Kane. Yeah. You know what I mean? How did this happen? So this project uh, actually has its genesis back in like uh, February. And, oh, not, no, that's a lie. It was July last year. Um, and this was when we were working on the Fedora Boys project. Um, I went out to LA to hang out with Alex for a bit, mm-hmm. um, kind of vibe with him, you know, chill in LA for, you know, for a little while. And one thing we talked about was like, what do we want the record to be called? What do we want to do? And we came up with this concept called Boring Gun Raps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it was like 20% like kind of railing against like boring, the actual like boring gun raps. <laughs> and the other like 80% was like, yo, we just want to do like really weird, fun shit. Um, and there's a, there's a ton of records that are just kind of sitting around uh, that we just kind of tweaked on, worked on, and we didn't really kind of fill it. But um, a couple of records really stood out. One of them was the title track, Boring Gun Raps, the, the opening record. Right. Um, one was the Survivor Series 92, and the third one was actually Ode to Camp Low. And we had those, and we were just sitting on them. And, you know, Alex, Alex is really mercurial uh, with the way he works. You know, sometimes he's, like, hella into it, and, you know, we get, like, a flood of records, and he's been recording, and then few months later, we never hear from him again. You know, he's running them up. Jason was like, yo, take these records that you have already and just finish it. Mm. You know, you've already got three dope records that you can kind of like craft your record around. Um, he had sent us Debt Left when we were out there. I wrote Ooh. it, but I hadn't recorded it. Um, it was actually called Sabonis was the, uh, the ah. at the time. Because <laughs> so I was going to talk about, I, I, like I said, everything we were doing was going to be like based on like dumb shit that a lot of indie rappers do naming your song after a random basketball player that nobody's heard of and it doesn't really make any sense. So I was like, yeah, let's call us a bonus. I have no idea why, but I never I feel it. offended. No, no, it's different because Blue Edwards makes a ton of sense. You feel triggered? Z, you feel triggered? I, I, I am uh, outraged and put, <laughs> o- put on, put off, whatever. Yeah, I'm I, I, little put yeah, off, I, little put off. I'm put I, off. I, yeah, I think we're pretty triggered. You know, considering you I, I am, I am reclaimed over this. Yes, I, I think so. Like I like the Q and the A, uh, Aaron McKee. Yeah. Media uh, the Drew. You hear this? But see, um, all those make sense. That's what I mean. You, you, know, guys, kinda, you guys didn't Vernon show up. Maxwell. Vernon Maxwell. Vernon Maxwell. See, again, though, right? All these records you guys name have concepts. We when I named the record Sabonis. Big contract. Yeah. A concept, me naming yeah. the songs Sabonis, and then I just spend like 16 bars shooting up a club. Means oh, nothing to yeah. That's that was the point. So like, it's called Blaylock, and I'm sniffing coke on this song. Correct, what? absolutely okay. has shit to do with it. But that was the point, and so okay, that was the, that was the, the genesis of the for, idea. Looking for Jeremy. Um, so Love I was that. like, well, fuck it. I got these records. What do I want to do? I knew Survivor Series '92. Um, you know, I'm talking about Kamala Harris at the time. She was running for president, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, get this bitch the fuck out of here. And I was don't, like, don't okay. talk about the next vice president like that. Okay? I know, but that's the <laughs> irony, though. If she wouldn't have, if she don't wouldn't have floated her, back in, that, don't call her no Kamala. We know she a cop. But you, yeah. I had to call her Kamala because that's how the sample, you know, saying the sample uh, works. With right, it. and that, and I ain't gonna lie, that threw me off. I was like, Kamala's a guy, and I remember saying that over and over with the song. <laughs> like, Kamala's a guy, and then not really. I'm not even gonna lie, it did not click to me until she ran, she until she became VP. I was like. Oh yes, <laughs> that's been that's been my that's been the big like feedback. Everybody that gets it, they'll be like, "Yo, that's ill." You got the Kamala sample when he died. I'm like, "We got about Kamala the wrestler at all." 
we got super lucky in that regard because yes. it was written during the the primary the primary when she was yeah when they had like eight people at a time talking and it went like like what like a week before the album drops she's named vp like, yeah <laughs> we were shook because i was thinking we we're gonna have to cut it because i'm like yo nobody's gonna understand this shit like she's not a part of the race anymore and i was like man i would hate to cut a curly castro verse off my record yeah right because <laughs> castro bodied it like okay like he bodied it and i'm just sitting here like and we just me and jason were kind of going back and forth jason was like yo it's cool it's cool we keep it and i'm like fam nobody's gonna understand this reference anymore because sure. she's out of the race so when i saw her and i, I, I up, thought i could i thought i could have done better on that verse too but I gave, I, I don't know if y'all know, I gave y'all a better take because the first take is really kind of, mm -hmm. I was like sleepy. To whom do I owe this grand occasion? Running rights with the nation of domination. Farrakhan shivers aside the nation of the Wafa Rook was the alpha, the rock was on the Kofa. Coming to America, Kofi was the headpiece, deepest and blackest. My crown was Archimedes. Triple the tag team punch around the merry-go. Bow down a go, Meshach, Shadrach, Abednego. Bracket unfavored like Kurt Angle drawn one. Ed Lover, come on, son. The roots of undone management, hybrid brainiac, and Bob Heaney couldn't trust Virgil. Skims off the top, easy. Fuck a blue meanie. Too many plots. How is that? Triple H sledge tuck under sleeves. Forget back. Black power, Bigelow bussin' out that brothel. The series been survived. We speak for the But now let's get into the guts of this thing. Okay. Let's um, let's let, let's get into the sinew and the musculature and stuff like that. So, so Griff, in terms of like sounds, because we um, you know y'all, you worked on individual songs here and the remix. Let's let's do the timeline. You did remixes, then you're doing Dream Team, but Scorsese is taking the lead on that, asking you for stuff, and you're kind of picking and choosing. For this project, were you going for a certain sound? overall like an umbrella tip because there's a lot of different sounds but it definitely is cohesive so was that was that going in mind did y'all know it would be um only but so many tracks that way you could really hone in that sound or what was that thought process like um it kind of started off with um uh well like he was saying like we were working on the other project with alex mm -hmm. and uh then um so like we start, kind of started talking about like the soundscape or whatever, like like uh, what types of samples or whatever we were looking for at that point. And that's where um, um, Bobby Seal came into play or the record that Ooh. eventually. And that one, um, I, that shit. I think that was the only one that was like a beat I already had before we started. Mm-hmm. Like everything else ended up being made specifically for this project. Whereas Dream Team was like 85% of the beats were just beats I had previously made and keep You know, this one was like a lot of back and forth sending us samples, like I think. Oh nice. actually he picked I think I think like three of the samples were like ones that he sent me. Nice. So nice. That's always good. He got his little uh, credit on yeah, those. That was like, uh, credit, you puffy, yeah, you puffy, yeah, you, know, you puffy. I'm more DJ Khaled, man. I don't, uh, I can't push no buttons. I just sit back. Oh, you just come in and do, <laughs> come in and do awkward dances. Ah, yeah. where's you know Akon? Where's Akon? Nova Kane, you know what I mean? <laughs> where's Where's Akon in um in Ace in Ace Hood? <laughs> 
what, what the bull, uh, like Eminem, man. I don't program the drums. I don't program the beats, but my name is on it. Wow. No, M you produced them beats. Said? You, <laughs> you can tell. You, you can yeah, tell. You can tell. Z, Z always, he can pick that joint up. Stale-ass fucking drums and then cold-ass minor chords. Get the fuck Like, out. yo, the funny thing about Eminem's <laughs> production is... It sounds um, like depression. It's like if depression could produce... No, it's like you can clearly tell when the bass brothers stopped working with him. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, they were the sound, they, they, I think they took his, their sounds. It's like, oh, no, we're taking our hard drives with us. Because he doesn't seem to have access to those sounds. Bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> but shout out the, le- the least influential producer of all time, Eminem. Anyway, yes. go on. But that was that was really <laughs> what Jason was. You know, what I mean, um, we were really th- he was he hit me. He was like, "Yo, you know, if you th- if you know something that you think I should sample, let me know." Um, and so like I just kind of started like just mining, like, "Yo, what's the shit that I like?" You know what I mean, like musically. Uh, and I just started kind of going through different things. I would send him like the YouTube links or whatever. And be like, yo, I, li- I really like this song or I dig this part of the song. And um, I know Survivor Series 92 was one of them. I know Detlef uh, was one of them. And shit, I don't remember the third one, to be honest. I think Jason does. But it was really dope to kind of hear him take that idea. And he would just kind of chop it. And, and he brought it to life. Like, I was just like, yo, I like this part. You know what I mean? And then Jason brought that shit to life. Um, the one thing, though, that was real dope was how all the sounds, you know, even though, like, I, like, I think you guys kind of notice it, the sound is really varied, but that shit is cohesive as fuck. Um, and that was, that was like, my, my big thing, because we were just like, yo, we knew it wasn't going to be a long record. You know, we didn't want to go past 10, rec- uh, 10 tracks. But more importantly, we were just like, this shit has to fit. Mm. So if it doesn't fit, we got to remove it. Like, like there's records that didn't make the cut for the project that just never got finished. It's got, it's just me on a verse plus a hook or, you know what I'm saying? Like the sample that I really wanted to use, like the vocal sample plus my verse. And that shit is just on a hard drive is vaporware because it just did not meet like the standards that we had for the record. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I think that was, I go back to Zilla, because Zilla actually asked me, like, how did I choose, like, who was on each record? Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of ill. So, like, I knew Curly Castro was going to be on Survivor Series 92, and he could actually tell you the story about that, because quarantine hit, and Castro was like, yo, I can't make it to the studio. And Jason was like, yo, fam, Castro can't go. And I'm like, well, I guess we're not dropping this song then. Like, I knew I had to have Castro's voice on that record. Um, I couldn't think of anybody else at all, mm. like, to, to do that. And we just kind of ended up working it out. Um, when I got Ode to Camp Low, I remember Alaska was kind of advertising. He was like, yo, you know, I'm accepting guest verses. Uh, yeah, in between classes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally like, I'm accepting guest verses. And I was like, oh, shit. It's the last I, I got to get a verse from <laughs> I remember seeing that exchange. I was like, oh, I am intrigued by this. Yes. Um, I sent him two records. I actually sent him Debt Left. And I sent him Ode to Camp Low. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember uh, vividly, actually, Alaska hit me back. He was like, yo, that first record's really ill, but this Camp Low record, I'm, I'm absolutely demolishing. I'm fucking with this shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that was getting that response back from every single artist. You know, because you guys have done this shit long enough, man, where you're like, yo, I really like this artist. I want to get him on a record. And sometimes artists will try to big time you you know, when you're reaching out for a record, especially in my case, because, you know, I'm not well-known. I'm not somebody who is, you know, like covered by like tons of blogs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But everybody who listens loves this shit. 
And what you do, what I never want is a guy to just the first thing they say is this is how much I charge mm-hmm. versus like, mm-hmm. yo, I listen to it. I really dig it. And let's work together. And then, you know, I pay you because I believe in paying people what they're what they're worth. You know what I mean? And that was the thing with uh, when Alaska, Alaska heard it. He was like he was really excited. And I remember, I think it was like a week or two later, you had already started writing your verse. Mm-hmm. And you were like, yo, what are we doing with the third verse? Because my first thought was like, okay, I got to get a third verse now. And you hit me like, yo, what are you doing with the third verse? And I was like, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll start writing something or whatever. And last one, yo, how about we go back and forth? Mm. And that's literally like the genesis of that. And I was like, yo, you know, would you like me to pay you some more? He's like, no, I really want to do it. And that's really when I was like, all right, yeah. cool. I know motherfuckers are fucking with it. This is what you can't forget, Big Daddy Kane and Candles Rich. Dropping slang is the fattest shit since Topanga's tits. We case and bank and escaping it out to Anchorage. And banging back and forth talk, you know that hanging shit. Rusty players piss the squad and zip. $100,000 rent, gold embroidery, Kaylee Collar fit. Our food team connect, muscle links with collagen. Skin in the game, economist, you incompetent. Swear they game for college, man. You will see the Coliseum, Collar Pop, Connie Asada, you getting Molly Wild. Double dollar cream wallies, that the killer bees with steam broccoli, physio boobies with teens, Charlie's. Rockin' beef from Boxley, speaker box in the Denali at the Meek Rally, seat reclining, chiefin' on some sweet Maui. Sour diesel, we shack Kobe, black mama tucked in the cast phony, blast me felonious, Coney Island, we corner ponies, Adam's fam zip squad, master ceremonies, Alaska pushing Ben's wagon, so whip the beam and carry it on me, don't ever try to shake our hands, cause you never know me, you phone. Got it. Marvel DC was, as we talked about, Jason Griff sending me whack beats all the time, <laughs> uh, which has been our running joke. I got that shit in my inbox, like just out of the blue. Uh, jokes are supposed to be funny, but yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I listened to it, and the first thing I, I literally texted, the very first thing I texted, like, are you sure you didn't mean to send this to Zilla? Like, this is actually a good beat. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he's like, yo, fuck you. And I was like, yo, I'm just saying, like, this sounds like some shit that Zilla would rap over. And I looked at my track list and I was like, I need to get Zilla to rap over it. And I started freestyling to it. And those first four bars are actually just all freestyle. And I was like, nice. yeah, it's got to be Marvel versus DC. It's Wrecking Crew versus Dream Team. All right, bet. Wow. I got to send it to him. Um, and originally, we were supposed to do four bars back and forth. Yeah. That was my, my idea. Zilla sent it back and he Zilla just wrote eight bars. And I was like, oh, well, I guess we're doing eight bars. Fine. I just yeah, <laughs> follow directions well. Straight up, straight up bogarted my shit. But I was like, I was like, four bars? Cool. Here's eight. There you go. (laughs) Well, the beat loops every four bars. That's why I'm I'm familiar with him not following instructions. It was a song me and Z did. Um, It's uh, Fenster McManus. I sent Z my verse Mm -hmm. and space for his verse. He sends it back. He done chopped up my verse, moved it around. Made it made it into a back and forth. Yes, I'm you, sitting there yes. listening. I'm like, That's, is fine. what is what is happening here? What, I made it on some Jada and Styles P shit. He just did a verse with a couple gaps, and I just chopped it and wrote around there. I didn't leave That's- any gaps. It was one straight <laughs> verse. He cut it. That is some incredible. That's that's just amazing editing and arrangement right there. He moved it, and started writing to fill in the spaces, which I'm, I think I'm, is like seventy five percent work because he's like oh you know he already started me off there um but no i wanted to get into uh, i had a question so check it yes, sir gentlemen so in light of today's uh rap environment wrestling is a uh, you know big body topic smoke dizza griselda records well, like- um 
why hmm. why did y'all think um it was okay not okay but it was um competent to drop a wrestling theme is it because y'all had already done so it's already in the dna but you know wrestling is a thing you know yeah. so like how did you want to not stand how did you want to stand out from all the other wrestling said it's become popular recently yeah. Griff, you want to go first or you want, because if I answer this shit, I'm going to. Uh... Answer that, it's never going to end. No, fuck that. So here, so first of all, everybody that you mentioned, everybody that you mentioned owes me a fucking check. All right. We're going to call it what it is. I've been doing like wrestling related fucking music since like 2011. And I'm not even saying this shit is like hyperbole. Like my first like project I ever did was two man power trip uh, with my producer in the Cayman Islands and Lido. Um, if you guys have seen it, you've seen like the ill cover with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H doing the, the Raekwon pose. It looks like the open, only built for Cuban Lynx cover, except yeah. it's Austin and, and in the back of it, I had did the- Razor Ramon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real, real fly. And you know, I did it um, basically because I was listening to a bunch of Rock Marcy at the time. And I was like, yo, I love to write an album like fucking Reloaded, but I'd like to make it more like this still story about like a guy just kind of like falling into chaos or whatever. Mm. And which is which is what the Stone Cold story was like. He turns heel, which is a bad guy for those who don't know the the wrestling parlance. Um, he turns, he becomes a bad guy, and he just continuously does like these depraved actions over and over and over again. He just tumbles into madness. <laughs> and I thought it would be an ill story, so I that's what I wrote. I dropped that shit. Um, and then like I saw Wale, Wale drops the Razor Ramon record. Maybe like, sure. and understand this shit because. I, I, I st my studios are all in like Maryland, Virginia, whatever. His artist, wow. Black Cobain, came into the studio while me and my man Chris were mixing Two Man Power Trip because he came to pick up some records from Chris. And he sat down and he was like, yo, this is, what is this? What's going on? We were, I think it was like Stable was the record we were listening to. And I was like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, I'm all excited because I, I don't know any fucking better. I'm just talking about my music. Yo, check this out. This shit is dope. Listen to this. Check this out. And he's just like, yo, this is really dope. This is really dope. Swear to God, I dropped my shit while they dropped that Razor Ramon. Again, painted cover. It looks like my shit. And people were calling, they were checking him like, yo, Scorsese dropped some shit just like this. He's like, yo, I don't know who that is. I'm like, of course you don't. I'm a fucking nobody. Like, at mm. the right now, nobody knows who the fuck I am. But I know where you got those ideas from. And he actually said some wild shit on, like, a project he did. He's like, yo, I got banana clips for those that want a power trip. I'm like, yo, Wale, fam, I'll body slam you. <laughs> like I've never, yo, I'll, oh my God. That's why, that's why I hate Wale, point blank. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> we all have our own reasons why. <laughs> Listen, that joint, um, I did a project with my man Black called Harlem Heat. I've done my Nation game, which is based on the Nation of Domination. I've done the Dangerous Alliance. Like basically all my records, even East Hampton Polo Boys. A lot of people don't know that's, that's actually a wrestling reference. I don't know um, any wrestling references. So this is cool. Yeah, like and all, all my wrestling references are all dated. Yeah, mine are from like '91. <laughs> that's the cutoff. Whatever. Survivor like when Stone Cold was messing with Vince, that's when mm -hmm. I stopped watching. See, um, that's about mine it. are like Jim Cornette level old. So like that's why I really appreciate <laughs> the tennis right here. Player, who the fuck is Jim Cornette? <laughs> Jim Cornette. He was a man. He was he was his heel manager. Was he, he the first ever yeah. wrestler with that name? Like hi, I'm the wrestler. No, he was a manager. He, he was a manager. the tennis racket. That's who Griff's character. Yeah. Oh, where is that? And he I had so red red tie and white shirt. Jim Cornette. Yeah, that same Glasses. red jacket with the tie. So that's the idea, right? Jim Going Cornette. Jim Cornette. 
Sorry, man. He was a he's a wrestling manager. Um, he was a heel again. He's probably one of like the greatest like heel managers ever. Like I Bobby the Brain, whatever, right? But when we got to Midnight Express, you know, we did Dream Team, we did Catch Point, we got to Midnight Express. Oh, that's and my thing was like, yo, I was I had guest artists. It was like Alaska had got on the record, mm-hmm. Castro had got on the record, Alex was on Bobby Seal, and I'm like, Ooh. damn, it's a lot of guests. You know, and mostly I usually try to limit my guests to like three or four, and then I kind of fill out my project myself. But I was like, fuck it, let's go all in on this concept of just bringing in like a different guest for every record. Mm-hmm. And again, so now I'm thinking like, okay. Capital punishment. Yeah, but you know, pun of course is pun, so he can do that shit. My joint was like, I got to make sure it's deliberate. I got to make sure that every single guest has a purpose. And more importantly, I got to have somebody who wants to be on the, the record. Mm-hmm. And so I thought of the Midnight Express, the actual, the wrestling t- tag team. Um, they went from what was called territory to territory. Like we, we don't, wrestling doesn't have territories anymore. It's basically just WWE and smaller companies. Mm-hmm. But back in like the early, like 60s, 70s, 80s, the country was broken up into territories. You had like the Northeast territory, you had Florida, you had Georgia, you had Texas, mm. Mid-South. And so wrestlers would go from company to company. The crazy so shit was back in the day getting magazines. Yes. And like looking at them and being like, I don't know who any of these people are, but this shit looks bananas. Yes. Because it was like, <laughs> you didn't you didn't get any of it, right? So it was like maybe once in a while, like I would catch a Kerry Von Eric match. Yep. Like, you know, Starcade or something would be the only time that shit was on in my, my location back in the day. Clash of the Champions. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would get the Clash on TBS, 705. And that's really how you kind of connected. World Class Championship Wrestling, Mid-South Wrestling, Georgia Championship Wrestling, um, et cetera, et cetera. So all these little territories are popping up, all ran by, like, the NWA. And the Midnight Express was, like, literally one of the biggest heel tag teams, period. And I was like, yo, that's an ill concept if I got somebody from all over the country for each one of these records. So we went from territory to territory. Griff is the the connective tissue as the manager. He's Mm. the producer. So all of that's his sound. Then me, because there was always like one main member and it was either like uh, Condry, Stan Lane or beautiful Bobby Eaton was always like the main guy. And then when they went from territory to territory, the third member would change. So if you actually look it up, there's like 27 members of the Midnight Express. I'm noticing. I'm looking. You know what I mean? And so you, and that's what I said. I was like, so this is an ill concept. I was like, now I can, I can bring in guests because I'm not like panicking, thinking that I'm just like putting people on records just to have right. them on there. And so that's when I really started like doing my hunt. I was like, like boring gun wraps. I had it. Um, me and Griff, Funny story, we actually were considering sending it to Benny the Butcher. But this is like right before he got signed to like Rock Nation and his price went from like, hey, that's kind of reasonable to, yeah, I'm not, I can't pay that shit. <laughs> um, and so I, I just kind of put it on Twitter. Like, yo, y'all listen to this. Who do y'all think should be on it? Mm. You know what I mean? And I just left it up to like my, my you know, the, my Twitter followers. The people started retweeting it. They were like, yo, this is an ill record. I was like, well, just at the person you think should be on the end. Smart. And everybody kept saying Sleep Sinatra. Word. Um, who, who I wanted to work with for a minute anyway. He did a mean joint called uh, Classy Fortez um, with Fortez, the South P producer. Ooh. And I was just like, yo, this is an ill project. I really want to work with the cat. 
And he hit me because he saw all the people adding him. <laughs> he actually hit me first. He's like, yo, that record's ill. What's good? And I was like, yo, what do you think? And he, he went out and sent him the whole thing. He was like, yeah, I got to do it. Like, I really fuck with it. And that's how he got on it. You know what I mean? Um, Asir. Asir came from uh, Panels, actually, my producer out in uh, L.A. And yeah, he had, they, they did a record together. And I was just kind of retweeting. Anytime my man Panels drops something, I let people hear it. But I listened to it. And I was like, yo, this cat is dope. And I hit him because um, I had Death on Smoky Mountain. And I was like, yo, take a listen to this. Take a listen to the concept. What do you think? And again, like, it's getting that immediate, like, yo, I got to get on that. I hear what you're talking about. I love it. Let's do it. Versus like, oh, well, that's cool. This is how much to charge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he just really wanted to, to hop on that record and be a part of it. So that's really what allowed like the record to grow really organically. Like the guests were people that I, that I admired um, either as artists or just as people. And they also love getting on the, the records. And that's, I think that's the energy transfers from record to record because they all sound both like everybody's like writing their ass off. Same thing with Eddie Kane, you know what I mean? On oh, Dead Left. That was, listen. That shit is crazy. I almost didn't get him. Like, like quarantine really, like, quarantine did a lot for this record, actually. Mm. Because it might, it may have dropped earlier than we wanted. It may right. have not had the same people on it. Um, I knew I wanted somebody from, from BK uh, on the record. And so I reached out to a couple dudes. And again, I got those, those responses back. Like, yeah, yeah, this is like, okay, so I don't need to fuck with you. Um, I heard uh, Eddie Kane's Nezzy Star Project. And I was like, man, this cat's so dope. Um, and again, I just sent him the record and he was like, yo, I'm down to do it. I love it. But my studio's closed due to quarantine. All right, bet. Waited up for a little while, hoping that it would open up. You know, the, you know, those first couple of weeks of quarantine were crazy. And he was just like, yo, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it. And so I kind of started like reaching out to some other people. And uh, I got the homie Flashes Clayton uh, from out in LA. And he dropped a meme verse. And we were going to use it. And then right as we had kind of like, like, okay, cool. We like this. It fits. Uh, Eddie Kane reached back out. He's like, yo, my studio's open. I'm going in right away to do it. Like he reached nice. out. Because oh, he was so geeked about the record. He's like, yo, I already I had wrote it. I've been practicing it for weeks. Yo, am I still good? Can I still get on it? I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> so, right. you know, so. And it just, it, all this shit came together, man. And I think that's, when I think about this project, I think about like what it sounds like and going back to like Castro's joint versus like these dudes like Smoke Dizza. Smoke Dizza talks about wrestling a lot. Um, you know, obviously like West Side Gun. West Side Gun is ill because he actually goes to these shows. Yeah, he does. Like, he's, he's right. not perpetrating, yeah. Yeah, he's not perping. Like when I like I see him, like I'm you know, I sit front row. Like I go to NXT takeovers, I go to WrestleMania. You can see me on TV, you know what I mean? And, like, I remember, like, I looked to the right one time in uh, Brooklyn. It was uh, last year's WrestleMania. I looked to the right. I just see this dude, heavy truck jewels, and he's cheering his ass off. He's not just, like, yeah. Just, yeah. Like, he's front row, and he's, I mean, he's screaming and jumping up and down. And I'm looking, and I'm like, yo, he looks wild familiar. And it didn't click. I think I took a picture of him. I just put it on my joint. Like, yo, y'all know who this is? Everybody's like, yo, that's gun. I was like, oh, Fly shit. Guy. <laughs> Fly guy. Um, and he's there for the whole show. Every time I go to New York, if there's wrestling involved, like, he's there. 
When I go to wrestling other places, I don't see Wale there. That's why I don't, I don't take it serious. <laughs> where you be at? <laughs> yeah, where you be at? You well, know what Mega, I'm where you be at? I was outside. Yeah, I'm outside. I'm at these shows. So when I don't see you there, I do take it a little personal because, like I said, man, like I enjoy pro wrestling, man. I enjoy being a, going to shows. I enjoy being a part of the scene. And that bleeds into my, it bleeds into my music, man. It comes from, you know, my mom, she loved it. As a uh, you know, when she was growing up, she loved Junkyard Dog, you know, saying Mid South oh, yeah. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. she was love JYD, man. And so JYD. she really just kind of like got me into it. And that's been like connective tissue, even with like my brother, you know, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, we would sit down and watch wrestling together, you know, as a family. And it was that was our way to connect with my mom, it was a way to connect with my brother. You know, she still talks to me. Like, I, there was a one. WrestleMania I went to, I had bought her tickets to go and she couldn't go because of her breast cancer. And mm. she just, I wasn't going to go. And she was like, no, if you don't go, like, don't break your streak for me, go and just make sure when you get to the floor, take a picture and call me. Mm. And she was so happy to get that call. You know what I mean? So the shit means, it means a little bit to me. And when I think about my projects, I think about like those little pieces of connection, like what's that piece that I love and that thread that I can kind of pull and pull and pull and pull and pull until that until that energy kind of seeps into like the, the entirety of the project or a concept. And like Midnight, Midnight just came together because of it. I think that if I would have just tried to do it without that idea of like Cornette, you know what I'm saying, as Jason and me as as, as Lane, it doesn't it doesn't work, man. So No, it definitely um the connective tissue of it. And it's not just like wrestling for wrestling's sake. Like y'all have the samples mm-hmm. in there, but I know that was actually curated. So Grip, there was um, there's these interludes throughout the project, like um, trails at the end of songs. And the beat is a beat. The loop is a loop that I use on an old mixtape of mine. Z knows that mixtape. When I, I did a mixtape uh, dedicated to uh, Doom, it was called Old to the Villain. And th- this intro, um, my man hooked up. It's the same loop, and I hear it's like scores rhyming over it, but it kind of like fades out and it's real low, and it goes from like track to track. So, uh, was that was that your idea? Is that your beat? What's, what was the deal with that piece? I mean, it's kind of sort of my beat. It's just like um, during the whole process, he had asked. Uh, he was like, "What if we just, you know, um, throw together just a bunch of different classic breaks and like kind of see where those could go." Um, so I had sent him a bunch and that was the only one he recorded to. Um, mm-hmm. and it didn't really fit. It didn't really have the, you know, uh, it wouldn't fit as a track on its own. Like, and it wasn't really like, didn't have the bones to be like a full song. Um, so it was going to end up in the graveyard and I'm like, Hey, that, that one random song we recorded, is just like the one verse, mm-hmm. like let's chop that up into like three segments and just kind of sprinkle it in throughout there. I just fucking, I always love the, like the, um, the P-Rock and CL Smooth interludes. Mm-hmm. You know, like just that idea, but um, just like kind of taking that same idea and flipping the execution a little bit instead of like a bunch of different instrumentals, it's just one. Yeah, it was reminding me of um, Stolen Moments from One Day It All Makes Sense. Oh, for good call. And, and how, good you call. know, there was parts to that, but he had broke up and in those parts, there's other transitional beats and stuff like that and um those little touches where they might seem innocuous those things make you know um, projects memorable even if it's only to the creators and stuff you know what i mean like yeah sometimes mm-hmm. it's important to put those little touches in there like i'll have a record that has mad sample, like you know zilla or zilla will have a record where he um 
has a movie that's kind of running through the um the record and then we'll have records where there's no vocal samples mm-hmm. on there you know what i'm saying so i think it's just mm-hmm. it's just you know it's project by project but i you know i like all of those because not only do you get to memorize the bars you also could memory you know find a little piece in the movie Thread is important like we grew up in the, in the album yeah mm-hmm. yeah like like i feel like the thread you know that ties it all together it's so fucking crucial like um uh, the couple beat tapes I did earlier this year, Starve, like both of those have, um, there's a running sample out that's from two different um, Kurt Vonnegut novels, uh, like, like radio drama versions of Vonnegut novels. Like, that's what that is. There's like a, a mild story throughout. If you're not uh, yeah. going to go hardcore concept, like you can you not don't go to. <laughs> I did a record <laughs> where I, was, I sampled in the Mary Baraka mm-hmm. poem. Zilla hates it because I put so much of the poem in there. I don't like that. Fuck all that, man. I love a Mary Barack. And if if anybody's familiar with Mary, you know, he can go. He can go. And Zilla was like, why is this whole thing in there? Like, cut it down. And I was like, nope. You can't cut it down, man. And I got a, not H rap, a Mary Barack. And I got an article because those samples were in there. Zilla. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What do I know, dude? What do I know? What do I do? What does he know? I'm just the leader of this fucking crew. Here we go. See, executive (laughs) producers, my record. What do I know? Samples are always funny with me and Griff because, you know, I love, like, mining, like, wrestling promos. I love thinking about, like, how I can can use them to really kind of tell that story and, and keep like the thread going like Marvel vs. DC is, is a crazy example, right? Like uh, shout out to Mo Nichols um, and still to Dove. Still yeah. to Dove did all the mixing and mastering, but he's the one who connected me with Mo Nichols because I needed a, a DJ. Mo Nichols saves lives. Yeah, good dude, man. And he he asked me, he was like, yo, what do you want for the, uh, for the scratches? Because there was like, right after like I said my last bar, there's like 30 seconds mm-hmm. on the beat, you know, give or take. And I was just like... My brain, of course, I'm going everywhere. I'm pulling. I'm like, yo, I wanted to sound like an ill superhero fight. So I'm mm-hmm. finding something from DC animated universe, finding something from Marvel, finding the the Avengers assemble. I had to mm-hmm. get the the ill. Uh, I think that's the, literally the only rap line I used was um, the exhibit line. The X. Oh yeah, live from the, from the danger. danger. I saw that twelve inch sword. That's swaying King Texture. That was to this Anthem. day. When I think about, uh, yeah, when I think about Rap City, because I remember that video just vividly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I still Probably. wonder what Sparrow Mosh did in OC. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That wait, was yes. We pulled pedal at a high risk. Mean, Probably like, if not my favorite, it's at least my most memorable exhibit verse ever from that yeah, scene. I remember geeking the fuck out when he said, when I was like, oh, he knows comic books. Alan Moore at the Rorschach. Matter of fact, my ink more red tornado death on the forecast. With more flash than Wally West. Okay. A weapon next to stroke of death. Slave for green. Rachel who will dream. A true titan. My dark side is far side. Domino effect. White lines drop in apartheid. So chill, Joe, for real, though. The savage land surrounded by mics and mutants. The next two gun medals. Zilla, Nathan, Summers, Lightning, I. Dead shot, sniper, I. S. Dot, life and times my next shit. You tick tock and pull a stunt to catch a buzz. You'll be on a march of manhunt. Ain't nothing sweet as Stephen Strange. Strange, make sure my shorty gets paid. We hoodied up, swinging blades on some Corvius glade. Don't be a Jay Garrick out here pulling fast. One Frank Castle cock a hammer. It's time. For action, twin apocalypse, crush 
planets to kick continents Synonymous with doomsday, war, death, and pestilence Your arch nemesis, dead devil penmanship High flying ultimate, Brian Michael Bendis shit Now picture this, my J, so Jonah Jameson Smoking heavy shooters, swing around your block Your crew of Bettys, a major force in my own right Fuck around, 54 shots, you in a box Pass the blood light Hey, what, what are your favorite tracks in um, Go ahead, Jason. Uh, Marvel versus DC. Not to, I mean, you know. Oh, my God. If his head is not big enough. Yeah, I didn't tell him to say that. I, I yeah, right. Heart. You're texting his own right heart. Sample that. Sample that. <laughs> I, I, I have access to the, uh, to the chat log, so I can see if you're spending any message on each other. Exactly. So... <laughs> Marvel's definitely one that I like. Um, I think my two, uh, Rocket Launcher, I love at the end. That's fine. Um, That's fine. Like Rocket Launcher is the name of the the Midnight Express's finishing move. You know what I'm saying? So that's how they finished opponents. So I was like, yo, that's I it. I thought no you were just like really into like fucking like weapons of war. I was like, oh, cool. That song's called Rocket Launcher. <laughs> no, I like that's my that's my that's my favorite song, except the that way was, they spell it. Uh, well, I. So I, that was that was, was again. A compromise. Uh, no, 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 no. It was a making, compromise because it was a compromise. Boring gun raps was supposed to be spelled with all the extra X's. Yeah, I saw that. that I saw so that first version of that. So I, so I yeah. flipped one, but not the other. Not the other. That was our that was our compromise because again, these are like the vestiges of the original idea, right? We were gonna do. We were, yeah, I mean, but it we, makes I tell me you, know. It makes me think, but not think and know that the Fedora Boys project will have all these X's in it, and I'm gonna no, go no. crazy. On all the the, on will be way different. We, we actually started working all on that. All the vowels will be changed to ecstasy. The vowels will be regular first. vowels. The vowels will be regular vowels, I promise. Z already knows. <laughs> Emp- <laughs> after Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. I was done with the, oh, with yeah, the spelling with the things the way you want, phonetically. <laughs> Yo, can't. Stop. you can't. Yo, you got to stop living stop. like OGC. You and know that you heard that record? Who can't click put man. no money into the into the cover man, art? Man. We have to do <laughs> we have to do and pitch it to Netflix or BET like a serious documentary like the makings of the worst albums, but treat them like they do on like yeah, Small like, Explorer and all yeah, other things like where it's like they're like, they were like so so Starang Wanna went to the studio thinking, <laughs> how can I make this verse ass? And he's like, yeah, man, I was sitting there, the beat was on. I was like, man, how can I be mad corny on this? Me and Z always <laughs> fantasize about who they gave the assignment to. They called can Jerry. Yo, Jerry. Yo, Jerry, you got picture, you got the pictures loaded up for them? No, not really. <laughs> All right, here's the pictures. All right, take what, what colors? Oh, green and white. All right, what should I do with it? Should I nah, like, no, 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 no. Just stand in front of this white screen. We this white screen, we good. Paper. Tilt your hat, and then don't really look like you no, get but- shit. Isn't oh. one of them so, jumping in the air like liquidation? No, 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 because that would be fun. Like how like, that would actually would have been okay on that white border. Yeah, but, no, I thought no. one of them was jumping up in the air. The no, they're just standing there, like, like doing oh, like the. Most what are you thinking pose. about? Because I know what he's talking about too. You're not. I know what you're thinking about. But Pete, right? So like that song, you like, uh, Hurricane Strength. Originally, Ode to Camp Low, when I wrote it, was actually it was gonna be Hurricane Scorsese. Oh. And, and the right. verse, the verse, because I was like, uh, I started it just like his verse. Um, but I said, oh, yeah, Scorsese coming like a hurricane, licking shots. Mo untouchable than children who is anti-vox. Track bump oh. like needles and bumps. So what you want? Like, I went, I did the whole scheme just on some, like, yo, I'm playing around, have some fun with it. Yeah. And 
we ended up scrapping it because me and Alex was sitting there and he's like, I was like, yo, this sound more like a Camp Low record, to be honest. Mm. Um, and Oda Camp Low is my favorite shit on there. And wow. that rocket launcher. Uh, oh my like, God. Look at that. <laughs> it's the truth. Look Least that. favorite song? Uh, Survivor Series 92, Magic. Yeah, I know. Because it's the worst. Been, Sorry, think about Survivor Series 92 you know was so good. Listen That's how we ended up doing the remix. Listeners, if you want to know what songs, what songs Scorsese didn't like in his projects, just notice if there's two remixes of the song. That it always will tell you. And if one of, if one of the remixes, you're not on anymore. Oh, they scratched you. Oh, that's nice. Oh, this is the second no. time. Stop. It. I, this is the no, second time. No, that was time. Jason. That was Jason. This is the okay. second song that I've been absconded off of, and there's a remix <laughs> with ah, newer no, rappers on You got on the remix. Is there a man remix wrong? I'm sure. but, <laughs> yeah, and there's newer See, rappers though, on I'm not on that. That was Jason, though. Look, Jason, because when we did Survivor Series 92, um, we gotta take a break, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we'll be back. We gonna talk about this. Shit. Hold on, <laughs> Zilla's the host. Only he can call for breaks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we as, back. As leader, you said you wasn't hosting the, the day. Host. Yeah, Shabla, Shabla. Like, I'm the host. Yeah, for two hours. Yeah, I, as the host, I, I determined we were taking a break. There we go. Wow. Hey yo, Q. Hey yo, Q. It's Wrecking Crew. Raheem's Lament, the new project from me, myself, Zilla Rock, and Curly Castro. Prem Rock, Small Professor. Available exclusively on Bandcamp via wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. We got all your favorite Wrecking Crew affiliates, homies on there. People you already know, I don't even list them off. Go grab that joint right now. And then you could also grab the official first ever piece of Wrecking Crew merch designed by Quandry himself. You can get the five panel hat or you can get the black snapback. Joints are shipping now. All right. Raheem Clement, all types of wild shit on there. We got Arm and Hammer on there. We got Willie Green on there. We got Jason Griff on there. We got Quandry Messiah Music. We got New Career Crooks for me and Small Pro. Blue Edwards, the new group. Curly Castro and Small Pro. We got exclusive Prem Rock joints on there. Yo, it's crazy. Check it out right now. Raheem's Lament. Peace. <laughs> Boom. Call out culture. Bennigan's sponsored. Midnight Express uh, examined. We're here. We're, what was the last segment on the, the live from the Lion Oats? I'm amped up off this fucking sparkling lime water. Blah. Trader Joe's. Shout out to Trader watching Joe's. the boys. It's um, Z's version fresca. of Fresca. Yo, why are they always popping off the Fresca? Yo, so the real the reason so the real reason is <laughs> I mean, it's not like, crazy. it's not, no, it's just it, they thought it would be funny, but it doesn't have any ulterior because um, they're always like, oh, hey, hey pal, hey, friend. Yeah, it's, it's not like no, a mind control or anything. It's just they thought it would be funny. For them <laughs> it's, it's, like the it's very funny weird. because my wife started drinking Fresca again this summer. I love for Fresca. The first time. It's mad good. Mm-hmm. Is it lemon? Like the last time I had it, like, I was no, like six at my grandmother's house. It's, 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 it's a, 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 a grapefruit. Grapefruit. It's grapefruit. Oh, I that's fresca grapefruit. I, I, I don't know. I mean, fresca is popping, bro. Dog. But I don't even. Even if you put the car, I don't know. Me and nah, nah, I'm good. Me and my mom and grapefruit. There's a history. All right, let's. Uh, well, you'll appreciate it. I think. I think. I think. You'll be I, 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 I think you probably, especially person. if you throw like some ice and a little vodka in it or something. Oh yeah, that's the look. Ice and vodka, vodka and grapefruit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'm That's not going to join the Church of the Collective. Recommendation. I'm not yeah. going to join the Church of the Collective, though. But church of the Collective. With the deep and all that shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, coming soon. Anybody that's a watcher of the boys, 
Call Out Culture will do a boys season two review. Nah, we, soon. we don't do that shit. We did talk about it. Yeah, we're doing the boys so. retrospective. We're, we're doing we? it. Oh, I'm yeah, Oh, it's on the spreadsheet. On the Google. Yeah, we, we know. Yeah. We, we, right, we talk about yeah. it. We that's, how, that's how you know you jump to that next level. You got spreadsheets. Yeah, we got yeah. this. Yo, this man, is like when we first started, when we had too many topics to keep track of. And no one was listening. We were like, yo, but next week, fam, oh, we're going to kill All right, well, let's try this. <laughs> we had like Vest- vegetables and hip hop. We had a, as, yeah. a, as a listener who's been here since the beginning, you, man. You goddamn are. God bless you. Yeah, like I've, I've legit been here from jump, man, from Kanye West on, on back. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I, well, I, I've, been ground, I've been on the ground floor. Yeah, Kanye you was <laughs> yeah, so if one of us does die, you definitely are swooping in. You heard it. <laughs> Like if I get poisoned to death, you're just being like, "Yo, we give him a week." Scorsese just. Now, how are you gonna get poisoned? I don't know. Something. Outlandish. Eating um, them octopus slices. So he's trying stuff out. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So it's my favorite Ben and Jerry's. Octopus slices. Yeah, I was like, "What?" Yo, I was just fucking with the other Trader Joe joint. It was like it was a Ready Whip. It was a fucking no. The, the what's the name? The the whips the whipped cream. But it was coconut instead of dairy. That shit was oh fire. God, no! I can't. You know, I put that on a graham cracker. Stop! Put it on the graham cracker. I can't do coconut. He's putting whipped cream on a graham cracker. What are you seven? Well, you, you gotta watch. <laughs> what, this what are you guy, putting man? it in? What you hanging around with it? Put it like ice cream sundae. You put it like ice cream, cream myself. It's First not of all, like real. Like he's putting it on paper towel and licking it off. He just look. He just got the whole bowl. And just got. Oh, he put. them in little cup. In little cup. Like the graham crackers in the way. The best thing is the whipped cream. It's like you can eat. Yo, you can eat, you can go through a whole jar. It's like fucking. Yo, full first of all, whipped cream is Or just be nasty. like a civilized person and just shoot it into your mouth. I just did when well, we were taking coconut, our break. Whipped cream is nasty. Put it back on the shelf. All that stuff is nasty. Sugar. Sugar foam, like yo, ca- yo, Casual, yo, shouts to Casual. Casual is like a defender of the boomer diet. He's like fucking red meat, fucking milk <laughs> soda, <laughs> fucking milk by the gallon. That's what we drink and eat around. I here. don't drink milk. You already know that, man. Oh, you don't do right? almond milk? I, you know, I don't do milk. I, See what I, I'm I saying? Milk. I've stopped milk years ago. Stop oh, ice God. cream. Yo, this is he, disgusting. You would think he works for like fucking like 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 big meat. Like he is like Curly, oh, man, Curly Atkins, man. <laughs> he, he's moved on to Carnation Instant Breakfast. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you know, Curly, you know, Alaska, Curly Castro ain't had a carb in like 20 years, man. I remember nah. when, um, you know, he's like Velveeta. He fucks with Velveeta. Oh, hell yeah. Velveeta yeah, is the bomb. Oh, Velveeta the brick joint? No. Bomb. Right, right out the eye. Look, you know it's like, you, look, you, you start wondering, hey, this isn't in the refrigerated section, but you don't care. <laughs> Wonder why this, this cheese just exists. The, last, the cheese last the apocalypse, yo. Right. You, you know what about, man? Yo, I'm not even joking. Do you know how they make the Velveeta cheese? I love it. Do you know how they make it? No. I'm not okay. So when they make real cheese out of real dairy and cream from the cows, yeah, they hang that shit. Crap that falls all drippings, the, the, the dripping. They literally scoop that up and score, put it. In you know box. about them dripping and then make it into a square. That's I swear crazy. to God, that's how they make. That's why that shit is. See, I always thought it was it made from like toilet babies born born in junior proms that people discard. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm sitting here, like I yo, there's no way. I was like, motherfucker. Yo, Velveeta is the bomb. Oh, Look at you, man. You are a defender. Singles? You are a boomer defender. How much defender. singles have y'all swallowed with that little <laughs> yeah, put it this way. You could tell Castro's... who grew up in the 70s and who didn't. Yeah. Castro's <laughs> legit like the, the healthiest 
yet like disgusting like food person ever, man. Like Velveeta no cheese. No, there is no healthy. Love it, like, no, it makes no sense, my man. Yo. Yo, wait till you ain't wait till like, I'm making it. Like, wait till you have a pan in my mouth. You drink sliced soda still? Is that your shit? No, um, you got you got yellow, yello. Look, <laughs> I have a running, I have, look, I have this running palette <laughs> that gets delivered by helicopter and, and parachute of tropical fantasies, the original oh. bottle. And it gets you got dropped in, in my, the crib. It, it just dropped in my neighborhood, and I have to get to it before the na- before the neighbors do. Oh man! That's but anyway, um, yeah, let's get some bars tendencies. All right. All right, best best bar. We do this on all the all the live from liar nose parts. This is my shit. Um, you know you know what I want to go with, doggy. What's up? Uh, it's a tie between Deadlift and Marvel versus DC. Oof. All right, the Deadlift shit. Listen, I I think I think Deadlift is the the most fire griff beat I've ever heard in my entire life, and I've heard. Probably like 200 Griff beats. 200 beats, right? You, you, you've probably. heard all the fire Griff beats. That's probably a conservative estimate. Yeah, like well, probably. That's, that's assuming you're actually opening all the emails I sent. I do, I do. The, the problem is like you and Barry, shouts at Disco Vietnam, you guys send me so much shit and I'm already stressed out because I'm like, he probably misses get, stuff that he would probably use. Yeah, but but stuff. then but then when I'm fucking like zooming and I'm in a good spot, I'll go back to them emails and be like, yo, what's up with this? Is this available? What's up with this one? What's up with that? What's up? And then I'll be like, boom, here's the song. But when they're just coming at me, I get stressed out because I'm like, this is hot. I got not, what am I doing with this? I don't know. I'm not making anything. I've got the So that that's what happens in like the purgatory spot. But deadlift is where I was like, yo, this this could be on like the fucking West Side Gun album that came out last week. This could be on the Locks album from two months ago. This should be on Black Thoughts album. Like this is that type of beat where like you hear like the firm reunion should have been on the deadlift beat man not that corny shit that's crazy it should have been on this beat like it that's... has that it has that for like the minute you hear it you're like no one can be corny on this beat you know what i mean mm-hmm. so and I, I think you and eddie just eddie has that bk shit where he's just like swagging and then go, you're going back and forth together i just think it's like it's like the genesis of something really fucking cool and like to me like the the Midnight Express shit to me is like deadlift. Like it's yeah. that that record. You know what I mean? Like you said, how it's not really. It could have been Sabonis. It could have been Sharonis, Marshallonis. It could have been. <laughs> it was, to be. It's gonna be a European basketball player. It's gonna be a European baller. You know, it's gonna be a European baller. Yeah, you know Rubio, <laughs> but it could have been whatever. But I just think like that joint. I I don't want to pick one bar because I, I just like Costas Kufas. I like how yeah Costas Kufas. I just like. <laughs> I like the inner, like, it sounds like you guys, like, literally, I know this wasn't the case, but it sounds like you three, like, sat together to mm-hmm. make that song, which is hard to pull off, you know, obviously considering COVID, but, like, knowing how 95% of rap songs are made where no one's in a room with each other, mm-hmm. it, that, that record has, like, a certain vibe and a certain feel to it that I think is, like, really, is, it has, like, it's, like, very explosive. And then Marvel vs. DC just obviously because of, the Marvel and fucking DC lines. We were like on just super nerd shit where yes. I was trying to like get you where I was like, oh, he's not going to know what this is. And then you were hitting me back and I was like, fuck, I should have thought of that. <laughs> Damn it. And then, that was that was how I felt when I saw your, your, your first eight bars, actually. Yeah, I was like, this fucking guy. And I was like, all right. And I was like, I, I got to dig through. I'm like, I got to think of more shit to put in this that he wouldn't say. And then I was like, oh, God, all right, I got him on this. And you hit me, and I'm like, fuck. And you just, you just kept hitting me with these. Rap- I was like, God damn it. I'm like, we're nerds, but I'm like mad about this shit. 
<laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna hit him with Corvius Glaive. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna hit him with Corvius Glaive. I'm gonna throw that in there. That's because he's new. He's actually, he's actually more known in the um, future fight than he is in the books. Yep, Corvius. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he he was big in that. What's his name? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was big in it. And um, uh, the, the other, the other yeah, thing. Like the, the, what's his name? The Hick, the Hickman run. He was the Hickman yeah. run. Yep. He was big on that shit. But yeah, that. So I I just fuck with those records. But like my honestly, my my most played one is is Ode to Can't Blow. I played that song the most. So there you go. That's I can't. I'm not, I'm not even saying best one. <laughs> I'm just saying like the shit I fuck with all these records. <laughs> Cause they're all like I, they're all the interplay joints. Like I just I just think like that's the hottest shit on this record. It's like it sounds like you and Alaska were together writing. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you and Eddie were writing, and then me and you were texting back and forth. You know what I mean? Yep. I just think that that's like my my shit, and definitely not Survivor Series side too. Yo, hold up, man. I it's like that left, and I think that was that was really the difference between like Eddie Kane's verse mm-hmm. and Flash's Clayton's verse. Flash's. Like the way Eddie jumps every one of my lines, mm-hmm. was what I was thinking about when I first wrote it, and I was like, I knew I wanted somebody to come in like right as I stopped, because like yes. there's that little train whistle that you hear, or the it's a, it's a, it's a harmonica to be precise. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I didn't want, I knew I wasn't gonna put a hook on Deadlift. I was like, fuck that, I want to rap over them extra little four bars, keep going. And I told Eddie the same thing, like, yo, just keep rapping. As soon as I'm done, jump right in, do your thing, and like I did, I, I did my verse and I did that little the eight bar at the end because I was just like, that was my idea for it. And I sent it off and I knew I wanted to do like, uh, I don't know the best way to say it, but I guess I wanted to have something like a Griselda record, right? That was my thought when, again, we were doing like the Born Gun Raps thing. I was like, yo, let's do it like this. Um, and even with the way I wrote it, you know, dirty gun by the clean boxes. It's ironic when I lick a shot off, mm. when I pull out, kids dying either way. One shot, one kill. Bah, sprayed in your face. The newspapers say nation gang ones causing drama. Like I just wanted to, I just wanted it to be like an ill, like swaggy, Ugh. violent ass verse. You know what I mean? And just with the wordplay. And so Eddie really came on. Even when I said like, yo. You know, dribble like that left. You shrimps getting dunked on. And Eddie comes in right on. Your hoes getting humped on. Work gets steps on. Bad style, bad guy. Forever get my rep on. Yes, poke your chest out the good way. Get your chest gone. Eminem shit. Walk around with the tech drone. Brooklyn holding shit down forever. Kano around. Moving like it's now and never. Telling hoes you want in. Get your act together. These niggas actors. And it look like they gon' act forever. Gone. Shrimp maybe being the toughest matchup for the Nuggets. He had to be on the verse. Like Flash's <laughs> verse is real dope, and when you hear the remix, you'll be like, "Yeah, he killed it. He crushes it." But like the way Eddie just sinks into that beat, like he heard what I heard when I heard it. Um, Marvel vs. DC was the same thing because, bro, your first verse was crazy. <laughs> like breaking down, you know, what I'm saying from Genosha to Krakoa to Cold City to Oh, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, oh. I was like, yo, I'm nerd. I'm going four <laughs> times in nerd a tree on this joint. Right. The first eight bars, like you I'm you just so went nerd. off. And I was like, oh, okay. I see what I gotta do now. Yes. Um and that's really what made me kind of sit down. Like, I mean, you guys can't see it what I'm staring at, but like I got a wall of comic books, you know. Like Ooh. my sons love coming Ooh. over, pulling them off, they'll start they've been reading them. Um and so I was just like, okay. I know that when I when I, I asked you to do it, I was like, yeah, Zilla's gonna come with the with the heavy comic book shit. So yeah. I know I gotta be on point with every reference. I know that shit's gotta make sense. 
And more importantly, it's got to be fire. Like, I think I've told you this. Um, I don't know if I told everybody else. I really think me and Jason's run got started and, like, my own feelings of, like, confidence as a, as a writer happened with uh, Classy Freddy Blassie with the remix. Oh, that's my shit. Oh, that's, my, that's, that's my favorite Griff beat. I lied. Yeah. That's like, my favorite Griff beat. That verse came out of, like, that verse set off everything because you were like, I remember you telling me, like, yo, this is one of my favorite Griff beats ever. Um, and then you just sent me the verse back. I thought you were sending me something else, actually. I thought you were sending me Third Man. Oh, yeah. And I got that back. And I was like, the fuck is this? And I opened it and I heard your verse. And I was like, okay, bet. Again, that's that feeling of like challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, yo, this dude sent me this verse. He didn't even tell me he was going to do it. He clearly liked the beat enough to rap over it. And if I don't come correct, I'll probably never get a Zilla verse again. <laughs> and that, was, that was literally what that was going through my head. I was like, I got to like crush this shit. And so to hear everybody's reaction to that song, to that Sheik and Nikolai shit, and they were just like, yo, that's what gave me the confidence to send you Marvel vs. DC. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, okay, I can, and it goes back to what I was telling Kali. You know what I mean? Like, I can't send Zilla a song until I know I'm good enough to rap with it. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm good <laughs> enough to rap with Alaska. I feel like I'm good enough to rap with Castro. And because I, I do, I look up to y'all, you know what I mean? And, right. and I, I can say that proudly Thank because God. like y'all are all like ill ass rappers. Um, but it was always for me, it was always a, a matter of like, can I keep up with them in a way that like not only am I satisfied with, but other people say the same thing. So like over oh, DC, like my last line, like I love that last line. Yeah. That, uh, a major force in my own right. Fuck around 54 shots when the box passed the Bud Light. And I always ask people about that. Like somebody asked me on another podcast and I was like, it's a Gail Simone reference. You know what I mean? Like the women in refrigerator syndrome. Oh, bro. And then the, the Brian Michael Bendis shit, like Savage yeah. Land. It, it took the exhibit thing that you sample and then blow it out. You know what yes. I mean? Like it's, that's, I love that shit. You know, it's <clears throat> fun, man. Castro, what do you got, man? All right. My favorite song is uh, Rocket Launcher. Ooh. And there's a bar I wrote down. Um, kick doors like horse fathers. Yes. And there's like a triple entendre in there. And um, he said kick in the door like Big Papa. So that's mm-hmm. what the father part is for. And I guess a horse kick or whatever. But I, um, I just know you, you know, you, you're you able to screw in a bunch of things into one. And that's just one bar, you know what I'm saying? Most of the time to get a meaning out of something you need like the first the lead in bar and, and the second one so that one really hits me and then the way that um as far as griff's contribution to that song is when the when you stop rhyming and then you bring back the drums i know that might have been a creative decision or whatever yeah. so yeah rocket launcher is really a good um finishing song considering it um in the vein of like doc colossus those are really Gunshots. good ways to end these projects Color remote space, a smoke cake. My move like the earth rotate. Off top, the tope is suicide. Hard time. Hit that, become aware. The shoddy flare. 
Evidence everywhere. Sipping Perrier at the soiree, looking debonair. Diamond in the ear, shining. Jamal Barrow, nine with small barrel. Military issue, standing like a wife plus the Camaro. So where my next challenger? Charge me up and get out of Dodge. Squeeze the three, top of the key. I'm Craig Hodges. Never modest. Reign supreme, the Donna Dottas. Locus Prada, a con artist. I sold you Gaga. See me, Blicky scream. You stripping for the bank with the Gaza. My flow Maga. People are so that line kicking the door like like it actually also uh bojack horseman okay i haven't watched that okay well bojack horseman there's a uh like bojack gets in trouble and his his uh sister is at his house and literally Mm -hmm. like her two fathers come and they kick the door in and they come to get her um so when i flipped that like i was kicking the door like horse fathers um, for them beige twins, say what up, Roger? So that was uh, like uh, sister, sister. <laughs> okay. Beige twins, you know what I mean? Say what up, Roger? The bullets Diddy dancing like Uncasa. That's a you know Diddy Uncasa does a song Diddy dancing. You know what I'm saying? Take that, take that. Uh, mm. I can't believe you said dip. And of course, y'all remember when uh, they left Uncasa when he got stomped out at the Rucker, him and Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. I can't believe uh, you sure. said dip, scold them. They soften the middle, Luis Scola. And so, uh, you know. <laughs> I love Luis Scola. Again, making fun of always. With that hair. Nickname was, uh, this, uh, was um, what did you call him? We used to call him Scoops. Yep. Because he used to come with those up and unders and stuff like Yo, that. I used to call yeah. him Scoops. On the Raptors, he was balling. Like, remember his late, like, late career renaissance? Mm-hmm. No, remember it was him and was um, who was the, oh, No, hold on. And the other guy, Garbajosa, that le- that came and left. He played like two years, and he went back international. It's it's like powerful guy, and nobody ever remembers this guy because they had like all these super international guys. One was like his name was like Garbus or something. Look it up, Z. Fam, there was one year Luis Scola averaged eighteen and eight on Houston. Yo, man, up yo, and Houston, under. he was balling. They yeah. called him the European Mikhail, yo. Ooh, he was also, he was also flop. He flopped a lot. Oh, he's, oh yeah, yeah that's here defense, baby. That hair, he kicked that, <laughs> that head that back, and that hair would fly. Yeah. But when he went to yeah. San, when he went to San Antonio, Pop neutralized him, as he's known to do, mm-hmm. to talents. Look what Pop he, did he, to Richard Jefferson. He didn't go to San Man. He went to Phoenix, Indiana, Toronto, and Brooklyn. Indiana, yeah. Oh, I'm he thinking of um, a well in Houston yep, and birthday. the big money in Indiana. Yep. yep. He got money from Indiana. Scola. Oh yeah. He got that was Indiana that signed him after he was after he was. Uh, Whatever he did, the eighteen and eight or whatever it was, yeah. he signed. Yeah, no, no, he signed. He signed with with Phoenix. They gave him the paper. Phoenix gave him. Oh, that's money. a very he, Phoenix move. Yeah. And then they traded him Phoenix. after one year. Yeah, and they still had to pay him the last three. That's a very yes. Phoenix thing, right there. <laughs> a very Phoenix move. He averaged twelve and six on Phoenix, thirteen and six. Last, yo, for me, my favorite is uh, Bobby Seal. I think like Ooh, the song nice. is like. Uh, <laughs> that shit is like feels like it's home. You know what nice I mean? It's just like pure warmth and perfection. But um, the and and the bars. I texted Scorsese this like when I was listening to what um, that here's a line. It's like let it breathe in and out like animal fries and secret menus. 
<laughs> I was just like, fuck. Like that, I rewound that line like three times. I told it was my favorite, my favorite bar of the year. Big politics starts with a seat in the assembly. No, it doesn't. It's related to it, but it doesn't start there. It's the good, bad, the hungry, the hunger games, the hunter be hunted, main, the hunger pain's fucking me. Mine's sharper than cutlery before I flip the side of the coin I see. You suck a duck, you know you're moving like Elmer. You're moving like Malcolm, I'm marching like Selma. Doing your own thing, or you're rapping like Russell to me. I'm just shells for Sazy, Lord Jones, Lord knows before the choir sings. I move like Leviathan, the type of joy the silence brings. Let it breathe in and out like animal fries and secret menus. Real, recognize, real. I see the bitch within you. Breaking bread with juice, sipping soup with extra lentil. So my thoughts remain existential. I'm just trying to live higher than the regular. The hatred is real. Fill it deep within your molecular. We all trapped by your cellular. Wonder how I got over. Peace to Mahalia. When I die, bury me in the regalia. Shining like William Pitt, middle of Philadelphia. Safe. Um. Yeah, I, it's still like I just I just love it. It's this perfect line. Well, you had my chest out to hear when I saw that man. I yeah. was like, because it's such a like that's one of them lines like you'll say it, and you know like only a certain like group of people will understand it like at all. Yep. Yeah, so like really the best lines. He's Swift. He's a uh, Pennywise like Dairy Kid. Yeah, but like so this is crazy, <laughs> right? I I can tell you guys this. <laughs> Bobby Seal was like the one record that I thought people would skip. Mm. Nah, never. But not. But you're yeah. not paying attention because of the cachet that um, Alex and Griffith build up with Black Runner. Well, yeah, not even that. that. Not even that. It was more so like when, I, when we were doing the record, um, we didn't know where to place Bobby Seal. We knew it was a good record. Yeah, I, I thought it was a very interesting like track too. Yes, that, like, that was all Griff. Yeah, because it. It reminded me of how um, uh, it reminds me how Illmatic starts off with New York State of Mind, but then track two is Life's a Bitch. Yeah. Like, right. totally, they're just very totally different fucking records. But it doesn't matter because both songs are dope. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. But it also did it at the top. You know right. What I'm but again, right. I, like, Black Runner was, y'all getting a lot of good pub off that. And so when they saw that Alex was on another song that could have been in that same vein, I think that that brought a lot of good energy from it. In fact, well, that should have probably, you know, I'm not, not, yeah, but I thought that would have been one of the singles. Well, um, this is the, this is the crazy part about it, right? Like, Bobby Seal was originally called like Heads or Tails. Mm. Like Alex wanted to keep it for his album, actually. Mm. Um, Cause that was one of, that was actually the only like Fedora Boy track that we finished together. Mm. And he was like, yo, I'm going to call it heads and tails. And ask if you th- what side of the coin do you fall on? And you call yourself heads on your tail when they heat's on. And you hear the same, like, stuff. It's the good, bad, the hungry, the hunger games, the hunter, be hunted, main, the, you know what I'm saying? So it's the same, like, concept. But I was like, yo, heads and tails sounds kind of boring. Like, I hate boring, like, song titles. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm big on, like, what's Fast lane. Yeah. Sabonis, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Super boring, you know. God, or um, EPMD album titles. Oh, we thought about it. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that guy. Yo, we business we is open past the whole show without an Eric Sermon reference, man. This was right, right, a drink. Right. Yeah, would that would that work on the bingo board for the Eric Sermon disc? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, the EPMD is something specific to them. Like, oh, okay, all those okay, business okay. records yeah. had nothing to do Mom with it. Mom and pop business, Indian business. 
Business is a boob and jack. That's their last one. The business jack. incubation yeah. program. The Small Etsy. business load. My Etsy business. <laughs> Click it off. Somehow they never came out with one called Mind Your Business, did they? No. Nope. I don't know. Nope. Mind Your Business. Look, look how talented you are, Lassie. Low-hanging, low-hanging fruit. They, they came out with something. Open the door and no more business. Like, they came out with that type of dumbass shit. Out of business. It was, it was called Out of Business, the last Yeah, one. that was the last one. Right? Yeah. Thank yeah, God. Humbling. That's and they're back in business. Have... They went back in business. Yeah. They're like puffing their hands. And we were talking about how weird the album covers were. They get a banging artist to do one of them. And then they're running from the cops. And the next one is just like their fingers. And it's like... <laughs> That's like business never personal. They just have like a hoodie on. They're like, oh, yeah, right. or they're just sitting on we're a car. Done. We're breaking we're up. Done. We're done. We're breaking up. <laughs> they all their album covers always like we're breaking up. We're breaking up. <laughs> yeah, we're breaking up. Didn't like didn't Parrish hire people to go to Eric's house with guns and shit like yes. that? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 Oh wait, wait. But then, and the wait, fact that when Parrish walked out of his window is a separate incident. You would think those things are the same, but they're not. But wait, wait, wait. Well, it, it was a woman's crib, wasn't it? Apartment wait, or wait, Eric dude, was the was one that ran, went out there. That was window, Eric. Right? It was a yeah, dude. Yeah, walked out a third yeah. floor window. But the point yeah. is, I'm saying, when Paris is sending people to shoot and kill you, you would think that the, you jumping out the window would be in the same story. But they're in yeah. different stories. Different stories. <laughs> well, here's God. the funniest part. When, when, when they went solo, PMD, was his first album was called Shade Business. That business is business. He, yeah, then he new business. What's your favorite PMD album? Um, uh, one of the business jokes. The business. The business. The business. The business. Oh, he. I can't believe it's called Etsy Store Business. Yeah. They never made an album called the Music Business. Like how the fuck? My eBay Business. Like these are all there. The record business. They could have had ten more albums sitting there waiting to be trash and named as trash. You know what's always funny to me, real quick, is like how remember Run the Jewels always like, yo, we're like the new EPMD. We love EPMD so much. I'm like, name seven EPMD songs. (laughs) (laughs) Seven that aren't hits. No hits. Name seven EPMD songs. (laughs) Come on, man. Crossover, crossover, crossover. They'll be like, uh, those are hits, though. It's the joint. joint. Fuck, that's a hit. Uh, Jane, one through nine. (laughs) All right, all right, there we go. They were like the crossover, the crossfader, the slidey thing on the um, DJ stuff. That's like three of this songs. Isn't it? You know, yes. don't ask me, EP. Chill. You got to chill. That's yeah. a hit. That's a hit. Was a hit so. yeah. Chill, you got Head it. Headbanger. Headbanger. That's a hit. Headbanger. Mm-hmm. So you got to chill. They only got hits. That's what really? but, yeah, but stuff's like just but name name album. Name seven albums. I, album I cannot believe that that was a hit group. And we let them. I cannot believe that they are. Oh, man, you hear that? You hear that? EPMD. Come I listen. On, for the record, name all the time. Oh, wait, they, for the record, I I fuck with EPMD. I'm not on this Castro shit. I like yeah, this. I do too. They, they copy EPMD. Run DMC logo and people are like, oh, that's a great idea. No, like, I think hey, the logo is fucking crazy. I think that the logo is, is crazy, but that was a, a, a they did they did knock off. Oh, let's just I put like yellow and Run DMC. Let's put yellow and red in there. Oh, that's a great idea. And then they come with you know one guy can rap and the other guy can um I don't know. Have a stroke while he's while he's recording. I don't know what you want to call it. Stroke style, stroke style. I can't film and chat in my face. Like, get the fuck out of here, yo. Yo, all, all apologies to people that can't feel inside his face. This guy willingly <laughs> went in there and rapped like that. He, y'all should be mad at him because he's making fun of y'all. 
Anybody that has a paralysis or like speech impediments, he's going in there. Yo, I'm gonna sound like a list. Oh yeah, is that a good idea? Yeah, you know, so, you know, be real. He does something with his voice. I'm gonna do something too. Oh word, you should do that. Why you cover E Dub like that? Come on, man. E Dub. He has all these nicknames: Green Eyed Bandit, you know, the Fool. Funny the shit is they ruined. tried to like their first record. They tried to be like people were dissing us because we sounded like Rock Him. Like no, that's a bad thing. Yeah, I remember that. But no, like, well, one, you like guys never him. sound like anything. Y'all ain't, like y'all ain't sound like hock him no. or shock him. Y'all ain't sound like yeah. none of them. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> they, oh. They, they fooled all of y'all. Oh, this is a great, it was classic hip hop. No, it wasn't. It was Kid and Play with black jackets on. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Did they have a dance move? Relax your mind. Let your conscience be free. We're going to kick our toes with the K.I.D. Get the fuck out of here, yo. <laughs> Tell man. EPND fraud, okay? EP, <laughs> that's good. MD, make better decisions, you fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, yo. Fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, let's close. Let's, 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 let's wrap it up. Um, real quick, just for the listeners, because this is also an educational program. Why, why was the rollout important to do in this way? With the, 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 with the merch and things like this, um, you know, you don't have to go into all the nuts and bolts, but the rollout you. being what it was, what it is, and what it was. Why was it important for that? So, for insubordinate records, um, one thing that we talked about uh, as a as a collective was that we wanted our projects to stand out um, when they they touch down. So even before mm-hmm. the CD touches down, before the physical touches, that people understand the vision that we have for the project and they understand that you have an option to invest in us, invest in our art, invest in our music and find something that you're going to like. Um, Jason was kind of on me for a while about wanting to do socks. And I was kind of like socks. He's like, yeah, <laughs> let's do socks. They're going to be ill. Um, I ended up finding a dope company out in California uh, for the embroidered joints Oof. that we got. Oof. And I sock knew game that- is hard. Mike Eagle kills the sock game. Yeah. And one thing we knew we wanted to have like a little premium piece um and jim Cornette is known for the tennis racket mm. and it's funny because you know anytime i drop a project we always have like our our little emoji that we use and i've been using it, the table tennis <laughs> emoji because the only other racket available is like a badminton racket which i thought was stupid i was like well i don't have a tennis racket there's a tennis ball so i gotta use the table tennis racket and that kind of got those juices going. I was like, oh, what if I made an ill-ass little racket? You know what I mean? And I mean, you guys have seen them now at this point, but I ended up finding a company. Shout out to Etsy. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Etsy, not to reveal too much, but yeah. Etsy and Paris making dollars. (laughs) There it looks. (laughs) (laughs) That's real. But they made those, and they made the ill tennis balls with Griffin, you know, with our faces on them, which are dope. And it's all about, you know, we want to make sure that the people who are investing in insubordinate records um, are getting something of like supreme quality because that's our way to stand out. Mm. We did Dream Team. We had those little ill figurines, you know, the clay figures. And that was a way for us to stand out. Even if people had never heard of our music, they saw those and were like, yo, what the fuck is that? That looks really ill. Let me at least click play, see what these guys are about. You know what I'm saying? When they saw the artwork, you know, mm. we want to make sure our artwork stands out at all times. Um, I ended up running into the dude who did uh, Captain Watts. Uh, he got retweeted on my timeline. 
just kind of randomly. And I saw his art. I loved it. And he just connected. Um, the Camp Low piece uh, is one of my favorites. Um, I remember asking Alaska for his face. Huh. Um, I remember the Marvel DC asking. Yeah. I think, Zilla, the question I asked you was just like, yo, name a random Marvel character. Oh, yeah. And I was playing, I was playing <laughs> my old fucking X-Men toys with my son. I was like, Forge from X-Men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked Jason the same question. Jason, yo, who's your? And he, Jason hit me with uh, 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 Cyborg. Yep. And I just said, well, fuck it. Since we're all going to go like weird yeah. as fuck, I'm going to pick Nuke. You know yeah. what I mean? There you go. And so he just he drew it out. I told him I wanted to look like. Uh, there it is. The the Genesis. There you go. Boom. This, this Let's go. <laughs> be Forge Toys. But wow. he's stupid. He messed up the relationship like four times. And that's why she's with T'Challa. Uh, I hate when uh, Go off. And, but yeah, you know, fly art. Um, we got to stand out, man. Like, yep. there's so many, there's so many artists. You know, like Flea Lord dropped like 30 projects yesterday. Cool. Um, and so I mean, anybody can anybody can up, so, upload some shit to Spotify. Like it doesn't yeah. take much. Yeah. So we want to do something a little extra than that. Mm-hmm. And it always, always quality, always a little bit more, always when people open up our packages, um, we want people to see like a, a sticker or a button or mm. something else because that, man, it, it ingratiates people to us because they go, wow, we got a little something that we wasn't expecting. This is so cool. Let me show it off. And the people have showed like the Midnight Express, you know, we, we only did 20 CDs and I got those little limited edition right hologram stickers on it and we've been getting emails constantly yo are y'all gonna make more cds and we're like no <laughs> you know what i mean that's why these are limited edition there's only 20 of them if i make more than 20 all those people that bought them before like we sold the cd sold out before the album came out Woo. you know what i'm saying that was, that was that like was ill feeling like to see them all people were getting the cd like a couple days before the album dropped on like streaming and they were already talking about it and building that buzz and People were like, yo, it's out already? And I'm like, no, they got it early because they invested in us. And you invest in us, we make sure we take care of you. And man, like, that was my thing. It was my thing with Polo Boys. That's going to be our thing as we're kind of working through, like, the white boy. Uh, that's Alex's project. Oh, um, yeah. Thinking about the best way to promote it. Um, as I begin the winter catalog uh, and so on and so forth, man. Jason's project. And the, the the unnamed project that we're not going to name here, um, and we begin thinking like, how do we how do we get out here? Because like I said, man, we 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 all have goals. You know, I want to be on the front of Bandcamp and say, yo, you know, look at all these people that copped our shit. I thought that was look when I see you guys like, yo, so cool seeing Cargo Colts on the front page. Back. The quickest way to do it is to take a screen cap as soon as you put the album live and sell like five copies. Yeah. And I don't even. I don't even go that far. I, I won't, like I said, man. It's we want people, and we're and it's that. That's the illest part is when I when I look back and I see the shipping orders, I'm seeing the same people come back. Yeah. And they're that's telling the shit, people bro. that's the shit. It's the it's the, the best fucking feeling in the world, man. Because it lets me know that what we're doing uh, matters to people, man. And. The music matters, you know, we, we put so much effort into it and then we put effort into like, what's the thing that we can show people that make people want to go, yo, 
that's ill. I got to let me, I need one of those. I need to get this. I need to get one of these. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. with, with so many people dropping, like I said, man, there's like a million fucking songs coming out every day. But there's like eight ping pong paddles with me and Griff's face on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's ill. And people like that. You know, there's like six of those figures with me and Griff, you know what I'm saying? Holding the coffee cup. That shit's dope. And you want people to, to get those, you know, the socks. People are, are loving the socks, man. And I think we got like 15 pairs left. Nice. You know what I mean? So, and the vinyl, the vinyl are moving. And as we get begin starting to leak a couple of the, uh, the remixes off the vinyl. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, in support that we don't, we don't do pre-orders. You know what I'm saying? We do pre-sales. We invest in ourselves. We put the money up. You know what I mean? So when we say that the joint release date comes, we have it in hand. And people appreciate the fuck out of that shit, man. Bang. Fuck yeah, man. Well, that's about it. Uh, I don't know how many more uh, Aldi stories we could tell or how many more times we get shit on EPMD or how many times I can Live from the line of notes. We live and we notated. Live, 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 live. I mean, do it like it's done, son. I don't think we said this, though, man. Fuck Jason Griff. I don't think I said that enough. There you go. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I like I like him being cursed out. I yes, he's a good dad. Um, uh, <laughs> anything else you guys want to plug? You guys got uh, many merch options. A lot of fucking music. Uh, Drop another project, probably fucking two days ago. Um, it's a lot of shit. I did. We got some shit. So first of all, insubordinate records, man. Insubordinaterecords.com. Um, please come shop with us. Come check us out. We are doing a last second summer catalog sale with the, with the weather changing. So if you have not gotten yourself a pair of these ill shorts or a yep. fire t-shirt or a fire polo, yep. they're currently on sale. Or even this ill bucket hat. Y'all can't see me. I got the bucket hat on. Bucket hat's fire. But, um, yeah, the bucket hat's fire. So they're, everything's on sale right now. We're trying to get those out the house so you can pick them up now. Um, sizes are limited. So if you haven't copped up, you definitely want to do that now um midnight express everywhere you can get that uh any place like i said the cds are sold out the vinyl are moving briskly so you want to grab those we actually just added the mean insert to the vinyl yeah i gotta use my words man we got the uh the both the prints came in Mm. they look incredible um you guys can see the print back here we actually got the whole all the uh the artists from both sides of the project in the the, the big double-sided ring yeah um that's actually cryptic uno giving a Griff a mm. suplex. <laughs> Zilla Rock coming off the top rope. Wow. Uh, my man Curly Castro giving homie the Stone Cold <laughs> Stunt. <laughs> uh, so, you know, mean pieces, man. And, you know, we dropped the Nation Gang project. So the EP Domination just dropped. So that's if you haven't heard uh, of my group, uh, that's me, fellow Philly rappers, uh, Big Spit Game in Black, and the homie PR the Great coming out of uh, Trenton, New Jersey. Nice. So we just dropped our EP, kind of has a chance to get to know us a little bit. See Money Burns, Cashmere P, Griff did a remix on there. And of course, uh, Alex gave us a new verse. Yes. That's real dope. And we're going to drop the single for that project pretty soon called Boat Shoes. Nice. Um, yeah, so we're just kind of rolling. And that merch will be, you'll see that coming really soon. We got some really cool surprises coming up. Um, winter catalog is in full effect. So the, the Polo Boys will be back. Uh, that'll probably be like more January though. So we'll have some ill winter clothing for you guys. Nice. Um, really kind of step our game up. And yeah, Jason's working on his project allegedly. Um, 
again, I think everybody here has given him the verse for it. I know I did. And uh, yeah, White Boy by Alex. That's uh, that's going to be our big tenpole project besides our, our our secret project that I can't keep mentioning um, because I really want to say is, uh, <laughs> What? The Griff. I'm talking to Griff. You couldn't hear you. Broke you up. Right? We didn't hear you. You broke that's, up. It's the other song we got, right? That's the other, the third one. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Gosh. Why are you trying to swipe that one too? Oh God! I already swiped it out and gave it back to you. What else? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. See again, though, Jason Griffin like always best beats to everybody else. I took one song back that I did. I did with Griff. And and one like <laughs> one song back. Make sure you hear it, bro. Fair enough. Very nice. Well, uh Griffin, anything you want to say, my good friend? Uh it's been a pleasure being here. I appreciate you guys. Zilla and your co hosts. <laughs> exactly. My my co host. Thank you so much. They're they're pretty good, these guys. These fucking guys. He dips up a little bit. This fucking business, this podcast business, the new podcast from EPMD podcast business, podcast business, (laughs) (laughs) recording the the recording business. Yo, if they were smart, I'm not even joking. If they were smart, they would do a fucking college course called like the music business with EPMD. (laughs) Have like a curriculum and shit. I mean, that's where that's where the real money's at. Yeah, just get tenure. Telling those curriculum. It'd be like Professor PMD. Uh, when I signed my first contract, <laughs> Professor Professor making dollars, <laughs> Professor <laughs> making ducats. Uh, I remember, yeah, I remember this so funny. Real quick, and we'll wrap up. When when they when they came back with, I think it was out of business. When they had, they had a song Symphony Two Thousand, which is mm-hmm. fire. Uh, they were like, "Yo, EPMD stands for Eric and Parish Millennium Ducats. Millennium <laughs> Ducats. That is a Millennium Ducat. That's millennium it. We're taking an infinite hiatus. We don't know what we're going to do. We're going to go make ducats. Yeah. Millennium it's ducats. The, it's the original Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Millennial ducat. <laughs> they said stuff for. Everybody, man, call out Culture Pod. Um, follow us on Twitter, call out Cult Pod, where you can diss me personally, um, and I'll diss you back. That's true. Yeah. Oh, and that, yo, leave some more comments and rate and review and all the show, man. Yeah, man. I keep threatening you every week, and you fucks don't listen. You keep fucking banging on us on Twitter. You save that energy for the fucking Apple, man. So we can fucking. Yeah, you're supposed top. to put those comments about firing Castro in the Apple comments. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Twitter. Mm-hmm. Five stars. Fire Castro. Five stars. And also, go pick up the um, new hot smash record, uh, Cargo Colts. It is yeah, us. Yes. Yes. Pieces yes. Of shit. No, I'm just kidding. Cop that shit, man. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with some potential cargo cults, more merch pieces as we talk right now. I'm kind of thinking of some ideas. Will there be a different uh, version of the chain, or is that chain exclusive? Because I, I want. That. No, that, that, that's only for the, the nihilist who wants nothing, and the millennial has everything. So you got to copy that one. Qualify for that. Get the chain, but there's no variations on the chain. No variations yeah. on the chain. Oh, we still got t Wait, wait, wait. Is a belt buckle going to be an option? No, God, no. You know, funny, I was just thinking that. I need the Nihilist Millennial, like, four-finger nuggets, though, man. What's good? That would be fire. Head <laughs> <laughs> on belt is horrible. Like, we couldn't make no money on them stupid belt buckles. A belt uh, buckle? <laughs> it's just not, not worth it at all. I think it'll happen. I was looking at 
LED we're do friendship bracelets. Nihilus Millennial Friendship Bracelet. What the fuck is that? What is snap on your wrist? Snap bracelet. Yo, oh, snap, snap bracelet would be fire. Snap bracelet? Stop that playing. would be fire. I was looking at <laughs> plates that have the little word that goes across it. I'm hungry now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> snap bracelets. Oh, uh, but yeah, for real. Um, yeah, but get your cargo cult CD. Blue yes. CDs are still available. I think we just had a sale the other day. So Raheem, Raheem's Lament CDs. I think we got a few of them just sitting around still. When them joints, when them joints showing up, I'm waiting on my Raheem Lamins. I seen your order in the other day. I was like, man, this this guy is fucking waiting, dog. Yes, <laughs> waiting. He's being very patient. Dude, just so y'all understand that, man. We we do these things, but we support each other, man. Y'all think that just because we talk on this shit that you know what I mean? Like people send every single person on here, like I've purchased something from them. Because I fuck Correct. with their art, like and mm-hmm. I say art, but I fuck with their music. Like you know, what I'm saying art is too like glitzy, and y'all motherfuckers use that word wrong anyway. But my label head hates because he'll see my order and he'll be like, "Why did you, why did you buy that? We're gonna just send you." I'm like, I'm, I'm looking forward to busting out my socks on Saturday. They're still in the packaging. Let's go. Yeah. Going to a wedding. Now I'm going for the video shoot. For the video. Oh, oh yeah, old the camp low. I forgot to mention old the camp low video coming soon. Bong. You know what uh, I mean? So we're there. Just so y'all know yeah. that's that's happening. I'm oh, ready. shoot. I got something, too. Um, what is it called? Gunmetal Paint video should be dropping next week. Surprise. Little Rock, the shrapnel song. Bong. Quarantine yeah. video. Dope everybody digs. But yeah. Nice. Keep tuning in. We got some really special um, episodes coming up. Yeah. Um, Speaking uh, of Castro, we got an interview tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Just a okay. reminder. 3 o'clock Eastern. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. You guys can tag in one of my alternates, either Gang or Scorsese, to do that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's established. Get the alternates. We we appreciate the support. Keep liking, commenting, rating. We need all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, we call our culture where we call out your cult. That's the tag. That's did I get it right. That Are you? I don't know, bro. Is that what? the tagline? This one I'm coming with. The culture. Call out culture. Canceling you for the wrong opinions. <laughs> We're coming for your so jobs. Right. It feels so right. <laughs> I have a tough side non commitment. All right, y'all. Have a good one. We got All right, y'all. Right, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace. Peace.